Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Paper Play Action. I am your host, Avani Brown. I, once again, am here to bring you our illustrious co-host, Davon. And Pele. Every time with Paley's like some bullshit, I have to scream at him. <laughs> He's like, hey, yo, what is this? <laughs> uh, so, um, so I mean, it's either this so or good. being drunk. Right now, I couldn't get afford to being drunk. No worries. We are not accomplices <laughs> to what he is doing. We got him live in 4K on this podcast. But you know. Yeah. <laughs> FBI coming for you, boy. <laughs> yeah, 4K audio. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you know the, watch, only. the whole FBI watches podcasts. Yeah, I didn't ever. I never the entire that. I like, FBI. <laughs> the entire FBI. Yo, FBI, hunt down my ass. You Jack or who are fucks? Hey, hey, man, they're already listening. Hold up. Uh, no, 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 no. The reason why I hate the FBI is they did my boy Charlie Chaplin dirty. Oof. Hey, bro, they did Martin Luther King dirty too. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> they did everybody dirty. Fuck the FBI. FBI. While we on the topic, I'm While we're on the topic. <laughs> How about we run this back to a more calmer time? Less less anger, less tension. <laughs> but this uh this episode obviously being your favorite place of paper play action for your video game, your media, your off topic rants that we do sometimes because that's a thing. But obviously video games of all different types. Your webtoons, comics, we all talk about those things, and we're glad to talk about them today. Again, we got some good energy today, I can tell already. This is going to be interesting. Here. Now, this one's going to be kind of a short one, because we are running on a time limit. Yeah. So, Unfortunately, me and Davon both have a thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm fortunate. Yeah. And then uh, Davon, well, the rest of the cast, I said Davon, I didn't mean that, I meant Aaron. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron and the rest of the Pepper Play Action crew are kind of busy, preoccupied with some, let's say, secret missions they're currently up to. Let's put that out there for the lore. They are currently uh, doing some things that we can no longer discuss right now, but we will see later <laughs> when we hit them back up the next time they're on the podcast. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. And that blew up. Okay, now they're extended to stay. <laughs> All right. Paley <laughs> <laughs> did the joke. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, what have you guys been playing, messing around with? What have you guys been doing as far as video game shows and things of that nature? What's that action? Tell us. Let's get into it. Uh, I can go first. <laughs> um, go ahead. I, I've been chilling watching movies with my girlfriend, Hope, and we really see you watch um, Black Dynamite. Black Dynamite, I love it. Uh, Let's go. Oh Black Dynamite, I, I forgot how funny it was. I'm like, I was dying of laughter. Like, she's like laughing too. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. And I'm like, not, I couldn't even remember what happened in the movie. I just remember the ending. It was such a crazy movie. Oh, the show. <laughs> the, the show it was just, too nonstop. The, yeah, just like, the damn, movie was great. The show just cranks it up to 11. Yeah, the ridiculousness. We watched that too. The show was <laughs> dope. We watched that too. I love that show. Uh Next thing we watched it was just, she watched uh what's it called? I'm gonna show you the exact name of this movie. It was it's called uh Losing Ground. It's Losing about Ground? It, it's, a, 
it's it's a female movie. It's about four girls who have like four different men who are like all bad men. Like they're stereotypical. Like like one guy cheats on his wife with this girl. Sleazy men. I'm like, oh my god. Okay. Oh, they're all trash. Yeah, all trash men. Absolute gutter trash. Gutter <laughs> trash. Gutter trash. Shit men. Gotcha. I was like, I was like, I was telling my girl, like, I'm not gonna be like this. I promise. <laughs> I am a gentleman. <laughs> I'm loyal out here. I'm like, these <laughs> guys are ridiculous. Like, they were villains. Like, <laughs> I think that's the point. Wait, no, nah, but it's not even like normal human, like bad. It's like, no, that's a that's a villain. Like, that's a nah, sociopath. Nah, nah, this, this He's a whole guy. villain out here. One guy had had a wife with like two kids, and he divorced her, and 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 she had two kids together. And he just divorced her for a white girl because the secretary was hot, apparently. <laughs> he left him. He was like, yo, <laughs> villain. Why did you do that? Oh, whole villain, the whole movie. I'm like, fuck this guy. <laughs> just looking over there. Fuck this guy. <laughs> and, and he, and he was rich, too. So she's like, I need my money. He's like, nah, fuck you. And she, he's like, what? I got to take care of kids. He's like, eh, fuck them kids. Everybody's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you have two of them then? <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm living my new life. I'm a new life for my new wife. Like, hey, yo, what the fuck? Fuck them kids. <laughs> Here's my new life. Here's my new wife. <laughs> fuck them kids. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so uh, fuck children. Yeah. That's not the moral of the story. Chill, my brother. Chill, my brother. Wait a minute. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on. And the final movie I'll mention is Good Burger. Yeah. Well, <laughs> welcome to welcome Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can <laughs> I take your order? I'm never a funny movie. I completely forgot about. Came out like 2001, I believe. Uh, like, uh, I didn't think so. Like during 97, no, no. 97, 97. 97. Great came comedy. Out. Yeah. Great, yeah. great, stupid great stoner comedy. comedy. <laughs> yeah, during mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. literal preschool, uh, preschool child, child years. Yeah. It's so it's such a stereotypically movie like that. The bad guy got to take care of the bad guy. Blah, 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 blah. Involving gigantic but it's burgers. Good burger. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's good, good burger. burger. Welcome to the good burger. Good burger. Um, good burger. It's, it's an amazing movie. I I'm glad I watched it again. I recommend everybody to watch it. Funny, 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 funny. And now, now moving on to funny stories from Shake Shack. <laughs> You have a funny uh, story from Shake Shack. What happened? Yeah. I mean, he, it's a it's a nice segue from Good Burger. He he, he talked about a movie about a restaurant. It's almost perfect. Going <laughs> now my like, job. Speaking of exactly what Good Burger is technically making fun of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what's it called? So this one guy came up to the counter and saying, "I I don't have an ID, but can I get alcohol?" My boss was like, "No. How did you even get in here? You need an ID to get in here." He's like, "I I lost it coming in." I'm like, uh, "Okay." But we still can't serve the alcohol. He's like, come on, bro. I'll talk there. Let me get it. And then he's like, the, my boss is like, no, no, we can't. And then he's like, you know what? Fuck you, bro. Fuck this place. Fuck this. Fuck you. And we're like, wait, what? And he's like, he's like interrupting the customers. Like, everybody, nobody's taking orders because these guys are screaming. Like, everybody just turns alcohol. around and looks at him. It's like, bro, those scenes. Like, what the, the hell is going nothing's, on right now? Nothing's happening. My boss is recording him, like, to prove it and stuff. I'm like, bro, I'm sitting there laughing. And then he said, like, he said, eat a dick. And then I made a song. I was like, eat a dick, eat a dick. <laughs> oh, you started. Yeah. <laughs> you started said, were you still, like, there up talking yeah. to them and started no, singing no, no. eat a dick? Because no, that would be was, hilarious. No, Amani, I was in the back with, the, with cooking the patty and stuff. So I don't think he can hear me because it's like, it's like a glass, like, uh, it's like a wall like, between us. 
so it was really hard to hear me. That would have been hilarious. You should have that. <laughs> I know, but everybody in the back was laughing. I was like, yeah, I'm the comedian. <laughs> <laughs> you should have came up there with the burgers for other people being like, hey, yo, eat a dick, eat a dick. Hey, while you were still up there. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. The idea that you... All right, so we got to talk about it real quick. What the hell is that guy's problem? But it's like, hey, yo, this is a super a tough day. that everybody he he a... knows. He probably did have a tough day, but it's like, hey, man, I don't know what to tell you. We can't. Like, you literally are missing the one thing we need to yeah. give you a drink. Yeah. So in this case, like the law. eat a dick. <laughs> yeah. I was my boss. Like, nigga, no, you eat a dick. He's like a white guy. <laughs> no, you eat a dick, nigga. nigga you, you eat a dick. dick. <laughs> I'm gotta like channel that stink meaner energy. <laughs> like, he does like you the thing like, dick, like Tim does when he, he just like does a shake the face thing. He's like, <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> stink meaner takes over, and he just you know, your manager uh, sticks over your manager. He starts kicks him in the chest out of nowhere. Oh, and he goes, oh Small yeah, yeah. Kicks. yeah, oh yeah. He goes through you the Pepsi glass. You're talking that good shit a second ago, and then you got kicked in your chest. chest. (laughs) You eat a dick, nigga. You eat a dick. I would have to walk out like, I quit, bro. I can't. I would laugh my ass off. (laughs) Ain't ain't no fucking way. He said word for word, bar for bar. Bar for bar. (laughs) This was bar for bar. This was not scripted. He just did it. (laughs) Hey, yo. I'm done here. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize I walked into the no, boondocks. No, no, no. We're done. <laughs> I quit. The day I, the day I see a stink meter in a natural in a person's natural state, I'm gonna, I'm I'm done. I, life is perfect at that point. Like this is great. This is hilarious. This is the best comedic moment I'll ever. I take I'll it ever... back. We've ta- we've gone down the right timeline. If that's the case. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's go. Oh uh, yeah, that's a funny story. You know what's crazy about working in a burger industry right now? Cause like. Like there's no like supplies. Like we always keep like struggling for supplies. Like like ketchup, we have to give one ketchup, and that's it. And that's some more. Give ketchup. one more. Yeah. For the whole order. Cause, yeah, cause like cause we're we don't have that much ketchup. Cause ketchup is in high high demand, and nobody's delivering ketchup. The, the economy right now is so fun. Yay. Yeah, and, and working at working at the airport there, it's even funner. Double the thing. Nobody flying and nobody eating. Oof. <laughs> ah, fun times. Oh uh, yeah, shake chat. Um, and I uh, be chilling, watching movies with hope. I've been having a good time. Pass it over to Paler. There we go. Okay, I have been once again working my ass off. I've discovered two, nothing played too new or watched something too new. I've actually been more indulging in my alcoholism, my growing alcoholism, unfortunately. So I've been watching a lot of uh alcoholic youtube channels found one discovered recently what? uh yes it okay was, this it might be it because <laughs> you said a lot of this <laughs> all right <laughs> i didn't think this is where this was going so let's see <laughs> i mean what i mean what uh, you know i have a growing alcohol problem so i might as well just indulge it for the growing session. oh gr- not growing sorry present <laughs> present and growing i'll say that it's, nevertheless it's i've been like, indulging it i found this new youtube channel that i discovered uh i'll cross promote it for it uh how to drink yes it's a very basic title but the guy essentially makes uh intriguing drinks from both uh pop culture and other such his latest video that caught my attention was the customer is always wrong he lists off four mixed drinks um from customers order from real life from real receipts and just 
it makes me question everything people have in terms of taste. Now, I know Monique doesn't drink. Devon, I know you drink. Here's some weird ones. Uh, this one, <laughs> the one of the drinks he makes is a Malibu, uh, Malibu pineapple old-fashioned. You know, it's crazy. I really don't drink like that anymore. Not anymore? Oh, you used to. Yeah, I know. But uh, please you know, explain this drink. Actually, yeah. tell me the channel one more time so I can write it down. How did you drink? Uh, okay. Now tell us about really... this drink. So yeah, the Malibu, nice. pine Malibu Pineapple Old Fashioned, well, technically an old-fashioned uh, drink is, should be just a very simple one. It's an uh, uh, old-fashioned uh, style drink. Hold on. I'm just trying to remember the ingredients of an old-fashioned. I haven't had one in a good while. Fashion. That's fair enough. Now uh, you guys get to learn because sometimes we talk about food uh, and things uh, of that nature. Let me say the reason why I stopped drinking because uh, January first this year I I got really drunk and I I I threw up the following morning. I said, you know what, drinking is not not for me anymore, <laughs> and I can't. <laughs> I, is I it, that was like, it. I I drink like once a month. I I get like a Smirnoff or something. I just I don't do it like. I barely do it. I mean, that's because that... this is a person that used to get like crossfaded every day All, at some point. Every, every <laughs> yep. single day. I'm I'm the guy who introduced sake to this to this guy. Bro, I love sake. Sake's delicious. Yep. He does love sake. <laughs> but anyway, an old fashioned. It's a very uh, it's a very simple drink in terms of ingredients. Just sugar, uh, bitters, water, bourbon, and an orange peel for garnish. That is it. That is just it. What this hmm. drink? Uh, they decided to order this one, an old fashioned drink with a malibu pineapple rum now i don't know if anybody's out there actually had Ma malibu pineapple rum it's uh ain't good it ain't good uh, a lot of people say i'm not sure if you guys ever had malibu rum before davon have you had it mm. before no mm. well a lot of people nah. compare malibu rum to like suntan lotion taste what? That by default sounds disgusting regardless. People, I don't people, think it matters if I drink or not. <laughs> yeah, no, pe people like it apparently, and there's a pineapple variant that just makes it even worse. And you're putting this Sorry, along with bourbon. Pineapple makes yeah. it worse? Yeah, pineapple makes it worse. Wow. That's a brown moment. Yeah. Uh, pineapple makes like it pizza. worse. Controversial you, statement. And then you mix oh, this with an old-fashioned. <laughs> add this old-fashioned with bitters and orange peel. It just turns the whole thing into That's a sawmill. It makes the whole drink oh, taste like a, a taste, it makes the whole drink taste like a fucking sawmill. Like, oh my god, who, who the fuck knows how sawmill tastes? I guess you work with sawmill, just taste it. Yeah, I mean, probably that, just taste the dust. Yeah, probably taste the dust or just you know the mixture of the two. Uh, never this mix uh, alcohol together, bourbon and rum Ew, like that together. Dusty it's just, drink. Who, you said dusty? Who would say He's like, who wants a dusty-ass drink? What is this dusty-ass drink? <laughs> oh, speak, speaking of dusty-ass drink, there was another one I discovered that he did a Venture Brothers episode, and one of the drinks was a uh, red mocha cooler, which is half a glass of Kalula, Hershey's chocolate syrup, and red Kool-Aid dusted on the top. Bruh. Bruh. That sounds cursed. <laughs> it's very cursed. <laughs> fuck makes kool-aid and chocolate i thought we were gonna get legitimate <laughs> <laughs> legitimately good alcohol <laughs> recommendation oh did i ever say I, I said i said there i never said that in terms of in terms of this episode i'll do that a different episode possibly but right That's now i'm just telling you shitty advice anyone listening nine. yes do everything like this and suffer along with us these are challenges go ahead give it a shot you like challenges we know you like challenges send us the pictures of you doing it at paper play action on twitter <laughs> oh yeah paper underscore action yeah send us a picture yep. wow, uh, means, we'll, take. <laughs> we'll take it we'll laugh at it and we'll enjoy it we'll probably mention you if you did it 
Oh, if you do it, we definitely make sure I'll make sure of it. <laughs> yes. I was like, I will do it myself, <laughs> sir. But yes, the, par- the, the, the one that the ingredient mixture detail for that drink that threw me off was you're supposed to add, keep adding chocolate syrup to the Kahlua until it's fairly sippable. Is that a point of a drink to sip it? Like what? No, you're supposed to drink out of a straw. You're supposed to drink out of a straw, so you have to sip it through a straw. straw. And you have to you have to mix it to the point it's just barely sippable, just barely. A non-sippable drink? It's not the worst one yet because the other one he uh, mentioned was a um, Pepsi, bourbon, and ketchup drink. What drink is not? What, what drink is not sippable? That's fucking me up. I mean, that's that, that's the thing. Some Technically, drinks... a frosty is not sippable. No, uh, but I've had it, like it, a mudslide, uh, alcoholic mudslide before, and that's more of an ice cream sundae of an alcoholic drink. But it was really good. Nevertheless, though, there are some drinks that people who that are is just... a solid. <laughs> that's a solid what? Just solid whatever drink you're doing. It's just non-sippable. It's fucking. <laughs> that's a solid. <laughs> I mean, I told you about the Malibu rum old fashioned. Some people just don't have a taste in drinks um oh the weirdest one i heard yeah no hey Octavon, you had midori before right no sounds familiar though it's that big uh bright green minty drink liqueur no no okay well it's a mint liqueur there's another one that he showed was a midori margarita so if you ever had a margarita if you like Mm -hmm. mint and you like it super fucking neon green there you go i mean bet I do like mint, though. But yeah, you but you don't drink. <laughs> don't and you drink. don't want mint with tart. True. It's not a good combination. That's a drink that someone ordered and apparently likes. So, yeah. I don't know. But, I guess, is there anything else that you have seen on this alcohol thing? Or, anything else you were technically watching at the time that you might want to mention, Pelo? Uh, is like the thing we talked about earlier off the podcast, or? Oh, we'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow, okay. It's gonna be um, yeah, no. I guess we'll just say, we'll say this right here. Um, so we all watched, um, What If, so we'll let you guys know. This episode is gonna have a What If spoiler cast at the end of it. So for those that want to actually talk or hear what we got to think about What If, uh, stay tuned. But for now, we're just gonna speed right through it, just to let you guys know to stay yeah. tuned afterwards. Mm-hmm. But, uh. I, I want to mention one more thing I forgot to mention. I watched Dave Chappelle The Closer. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. this is new special, yeah. By all means, mention yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Talk about it that. Was, <laughs> he said this is his last special. Like, on his Netflix contract, he said this is his last special for a while. So, he, he just he didn't, didn't care. He just, he, he went out the LGBTQT community a lot. Make sure I said that right. He made sure he said that a lot, too, a lot. In, Damn. In the fucking thing. And it, he wasn't going out to the guys, understand, I don't hate y'all. I'm okay with y'all, but I just like making fun of y'all. Apparently, <laughs> 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 he did. That. And he's like, I was I wondering why I, I saw the trending thing of Dave Chappelle canceled. I was like, huh? And people are just upset. upset. No, 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 no. People are upset. Like, uh, for for instance, one of the weirdest ones I've seen recently was uh, apparently people are complaining that Sora is too white. They want to make him black. He would be Asian, if anything. Yeah, he is Asian, which makes no sense. I don't what? understand why you want to make him black. Sora needs to be black. Look, man, I want a black Keyblade wielder as much as the next dude, but I don't think we should change Sora to black. That's you don't need to do that. That makes no Amari, goddamn sense. Amari, I just want another was, character. Am I just watching the review and he was black? <laughs> what would you do? 
Amani? It'd be so weird. I just, I'm yeah, throw people off. Them. I mean, I, okay, I get the idea, like, oh, racial boundaries shouldn't be the case, but still, when you're doing something for entertainment, if you make this drastic change out of the blue, it's going to throw people off no matter how you say it. Even if it means, Ooh. even the most, like, the world of it, it's just going to throw people off. Especially if it's a serious character who's always been this specific way for years. That's it's funny. just, it's just, just a little I mean, too I drastic. I felt the same way about, like, Spider-Man as well. When people were just like, because as well, much no, as I wanted because, to see Donald no. Glover as a Spider-Man type figure, yeah. I was like, don't just make Spider-Man black. Well, that's, that's the thing. That. Like, they, they had a different decision, like from the comics, because instead of just making Peter Parker just black, they gave it to it. They made a completely new character who just happens to be black. Black and Hispanic, exactly. Yeah. So it's just like, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> don't just, don't just turn Peter better. black out of the blue and just expect us to carry on with it. Like, also, I think a lot of people need to understand that, like, we, I have just because a character has pale it. skin does not, especially in, like, yeah. animation, things of that nature, it's like, doesn't they're mean white. That they're white. One, doesn't mean they're white. Two, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that, like, if you, representation <laughs> is important, but it doesn't mean changing characters that already exist into things that they aren't. It's not necessary. <laughs> it's no. just really weird. It's just, it's one of those things where it's just, like, we just talked about it, it's like, Hey, we want to make Sora should be black. It's like, why should Sora be black? It's like, because I'm tired of seeing white people. And I was like, but he's not white. He's an Asian child. <laughs> like, and it's, it's just that's, baffles that's my the mind. Deal. You know, it just baffles my mind that that's an argument that exists. Like, why? But, um, yeah, uh, that is end of my uh, week, essentially. So, Amani, I believe it's your turn. That is correct. Uh, we'll get into my week right away. Um, so first off, I finished Squid Games, which, How do you uh, like it? Oh, dude, man, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, did you hear that... the recent, re- did you hear the recent report that he, apparently the director lost six of his teeth filming the thing? Oh, wow. I didn't know that. How? Stress. A lot of stress. Jesus. <laughs> what do you lose? I mean, I've never heard of someone losing teeth through stress, but, oh, um, Damn, he must have put in a lot of work then. Like, I don't know how... I mean, I'll give it to them. Like, the execution and everything. I mean, it's I'm, great. I'm, yeah. Like, it's amazing. It's definitely not a new concept to me because I've seen the death game thing a bunch of times in my life. Oh, yeah. Of course. It reminds me of Danganronpa in a couple of ways and a little bit of Hunger Games, obviously. Yeah, uh, it reminded me of um, a little bit of that one Japanese movie from a manga called As the Gods Will It, which was pretty brutal. It reminded me of the Belco experiment and a few other... Um, also, like, isn't it uh, just basically based off of uh, Battle Royale, the old... Uh, the original movie? Battle Royale, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the original Battle Royale movie. I mean, that's... Virtually everything we've watched is based off of that. True. In fact, the entire game mode is based off of that. <laughs> that they kept but, the name, well, ironically enough. True. But um, Sweet Games is it's dope for those that haven't actually... Because last time I was talking about it, not actually have finished, uh, finished the actual show yet, Squid Games is lit. Is the best way to describe it. It's uh, not for the squeamish. Clear. It is not for the squeamish. It is not for the squeamish. Like, for sure it's not for the squeamish. That is the warning. It is uh, quite brutal in nature. So be careful with that, guys, if you're going into it. That being said, it is good. It is very good. Um, I believe it is Korean. Yeah, it's Korean. Mm-hmm. Um, this Korean drama is actually pretty, pretty lit for those that haven't gotten a chance to go check it out. Obviously... You've been hearing all about it on the internet. It's been blowing up. Even since a little, just slightly before we started talking about it, that week, 
if we actually talked about it, it was blowing up. People were talking about it. But now that I've properly finished it, I can give my proper recommendations and saying it's great. Go check it out. We're probably going to get a season two personally with the way that this ends. I don't want one, but we might be getting a season two. Um, but it ends, I think it ends in such a... Is it the potential for Goodness a season way. two, uh, for, for for sure, it's just I'm not sure the creator wants to do one personally. Because after he's, hearing that, he's, he's uh, like after hearing what you just it. said, I don't want him to make another one. Yeah, I want him to stop. <laughs> I don't want him because to kill I, himself. I, yeah, that's want... that's unnecessary. Like he's putting so much stress on himself. It's like, yo, you did it. As far as I'm concerned, you can wrap this up or call it a day. Like it's it's done. Like you're good. Like, I I just I just gotta imagine like how big is this project? Um, in terms of scale that makes it this stressful on himself like jesus christ granted you would need a lot of actors you need like a ton of actors well especially for the beginning I mean, and it, I mean, like, yeah, it but narrows itself a, down obviously yeah, but it, you it need a ton pretty, pretty quickly but those are extras extras come and go pretty damn fast yes and no i mean you still have to direct those people to do exactly what they need to do know, i'm thinking know, just one, on an actor standpoint not yeah. even thinking about like the cinematography and how everything was shot Oh no! Yeah, no. I'm just, just saying, the like, amount of equipment and sets and costumes you would need. I mean, I get that. It's just like as it narrow, as it, at least from the very first one part of it, where it just narrows down quickly. You don't need that many people off the bat because most of them, you know, are just gone. Oh, but it, it slowly dwindles down um, throughout the entire series. So, mm-hmm. you know, but man, it is it is a good ride. Um, all I will say is beware of episode six. It's my favorite episode in the series, and it's probably the one with the biggest gut punches. It hurts. <laughs> the show is not afraid to hurt you and everything you care about. But it's good. It's good. Um, just beware on the internet because people do not care about spoilers for this one. No, I actually got spoiled for my favorite. I just got spoiled for episode six. Found out one of the people's deaths ahead of time because people like to put memes of stuff and just be like hey yo that's a thing and i'm like sick i'm glad you didn't think that anybody would have possibly wanted to watch this because this was within like at least the first week at least the first week it's it's one of those and the sad part is it is one of those spoilers that it's like i didn't it's not like you can set it and forget it because i remember seeing it and then got to the episode itself and was like, shit. <laughs> Are you but watching with you, Marty? Another thing I was checking out is a Baki got another series. Yep. I think we talked about it once, only because of the fact that like it got announced. But this is Baki series now. number what? Three, four? At this three. Point? It's three. I okay. believe it's three. So I, what I've it lost, is, is they go count. off of all the um BRB? all the manga. Because yeah. what it is is they get multiple seasons. So like the last series had three seasons. <laughs> Maybe four? Yeah, three seasons. And then this one starts all over again. This is Baki, son of Ogre. So this is more so about him actually training to fight his dad. The previous ones were him going up in rank and becoming stronger. Like, just becoming the strongest while fighting all these other ridiculous people. Now he has to essentially become strong enough to fight the number one. The first, like the second season, like series, because technically there's a series before it's Baki with Grappy. I, I said that wrong. Grappler Baki. Grappler Baki. <laughs> grappler, grappler, grappler. Yeah, Grappler Baki. Um, that one specifically is about him being young. It's quite old, but the story still stands. If you wanted to go back and watch it, that's you start there, and that's the whole story. 
but you can genuinely jump into i mean i didn't really find much of a struggle jumping into the other one on netflix the just plainly named baki um which is technically the second series um i didn't find any trouble jumping into that people will absolutely kill me for saying that because to be fair uh grappler baki is the first like story <laughs> like you are supposed to go there first and then let and continue forward um that being said this new one i have not finished it yet obviously because i've just started to watch it didn't come out very long ago sick though already i got to uh the first episode first two episodes so far i already like baki so like i'm already gonna recommend the show by default like it's great if you like muscle bound like stupid super fights it's dumb like the best way i could describe this is like this is the jojo of like martial arts fights <laughs> javi will like it <laughs> i've recommended it to javi well so we'll see how he feels about it but it it's essentially like that's how ridiculous it gets is pretty much the stuff you see in jojo sometimes is what you're doing but with like physical muscles and martial arts it's dumb it's great though <laughs> Someone spat up a grenade at one point, and I was like, that's not even... The body can't physically swallow a grenade. And he's like, no, nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Intact for that matter, because any asset to hit the gunpowder inside the grenade would cause it to, you know, boom. Oh, no, it didn't explode. He spat up a grenade as oh, a no, secret. No, no. <laughs> oh, no, I know, I know, I know, but if stupid. it's... I don't know, but if it's inside the stomach acid and it gets eased through that, just oh, a, yeah. a tiny little thing, like, will cause it to go off. I guess a part of me guesses that it was just in his esophagus, but I don't know where you, you would keep it that wouldn't kill it. you. You would still choke. Because <laughs> you can't it's... do that. <laughs> real people can just do that, I'm like, I'm sorry. Well, hey, yo, that's what the show basically tells us. is real. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, just real people can that. just go through doors without actually having to uh, touch it. Yeah. Yojirohama <laughs> does not need doors. <laughs> he just I've seen it. fades through doors. <laughs> Doesn't need him. He's the strongest creature on the planet. That's why. <laughs> Um, but the first couple of episodes involve learning about oh, how uh, Ogre defeated a, um, let's say, a uh, elephant. And a giant African elephant the size of a dinosaur. So bad to the point that the military was like, hey, yo, just bring the army in. We'll kill it that way. And that wasn't even enough. It was Yujiro Hanma who showed up and beat it by himself. <laughs> And in response to that, Baki's like, alright, I guess I gotta go train. Gotta go figure out how to how to beat that. So he's shadow boxing a praying mantis. But he's shadow like shadow boxing not just a normal praying mantis. A uh, like probably about a uh, two hundred pound praying mantis. <laughs> and it's I dude, they made an impossible fight actually seem real. Like, this is a fight that, one, doesn't make any sense and doesn't actually exist. The elephant did, by the way. The elephant existed. The praying mantis does not. No, because there's no <laughs> such thing as a 200... the tenseness. There's no such thing as a 200-pound praying mantis in real well, life. Well, yeah, but there's also no such thing as an elephant that's the size of a dinosaur. No. I mean... <laughs> and it's considered a natural disaster that the military is like, Hey, yo, we're just gonna shoot at it with, like, actual military-grade weapons. Just bring in the yeah. army. <laughs> You have to do what you have to do, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> but it's literally, he's having an imaginary fight with a praying mantis, and it is the tensest thing you could ever imagine. Because the way it's imagined is, um, so if you look at what insects can do at the size that they are, 
and scaled that up with the same abilities because insects are kind of wild. They can lift like two times their like no. We can do like what, two times their body weight? Maybe they could do like four or six times their body weight. Uh depending so on the species scale, depending on the species actually can depending go up to on 16. the animal. Yeah, it can go even crazier. So just the idea of like, hey yo, if if like a mantis or like any kind of insect was like around human size or like the size of like a tiger or a lion You'd be like humans would be fucked. We couldn't possibly imagine trying to fight that. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, he, he he imagines it, and we get to see what it would be like if a mantis the size of like a person, maybe a little bit bigger, tried to fight a person, and it wouldn't go great. It's not great. They're armored up. They have exoskeletons, razor sharp claws. It, it's just they're stupid strong. It's crazy, but it's cool. If you wanted to see big dumb muscle fights and were excited from the previous season, this is just doing just as good already from the get-go. And I've only watched two episodes. I'll let you guys know how I like this season when I finish it. But for now, it's great because it's just more Baki. <laughs> but next up, um, I will talk about... Okay, so there was another one that I like actually finished. Um... I wanted to mention it, and I've been watching it for a couple weeks, just a little bit, well, I say a couple weeks, probably like a week or two, on and off. Um, it's called Brave, the Animated Series, and I re this one's a really weird one, and I'm recommending it just for the simple fact that I kind of want to see where it goes, but this one is a raunchy comedy um, about, what is this, well, an irreverent comedy. It actually says it on the Netflix thing when I remember looking at it, which made me kind of really threw me off because I'm like, wait a minute, it's a comedy, but the trailer doesn't exactly look funny. Um, this is a actually a pretty nice animated, nicely animated show, 3D animated. Um, it's not going to, obviously, graphically, it's simplistic in design, like the way every all the characters are like modeled and everything, very simplistic. This is also a Chinese show, um, but it's based off of, I'm pretty sure it is a web comic or web to, like a that exists out there or a manhwa you guys might want to kind of go check it out it's called brave it is funny though I, I was enjoying it. it got me to chuckle quite a few times but the entire premise of the world is that this is a fantasy world in which uh, or i should say an rpg style world in which the heroes known as braves go out and defeat monsters they do this so that they can gain xp and become stronger and then the camera just slightly shifts a little bit and it's like, yeah, they are they're doing it. These heroes, these violent villainous heroes, known as Braves, just destroying the innocent lives of these monsters that just want to live in peace. <laughs> just wanna live and coexist. But I, you know, I just no I love. just gotta say this is the strangest Disney adaptation I've ever heard. Of what? <laughs> Brave. <laughs> brave. Rude. A brave. Bruh. Yeah, it is called Bruh. Brave, the animated series. It did throw me <laughs> off when I saw that. I'm like, that's going to be confusing. <laughs> but for sure, if you guys go check it out on Netflix, you'll find it, no problem. And it's it's interesting. Um, <laughs> first couple of episodes has a nice little twist to it. But I, the one thing I would probably say is a little weird about it is that it has an ensemble cast, but it's these first episodes have been introducing the ensemble cast so like as we're going through it i can't help but the fact that it's like wow we've jumped around from like six 
different protagonists, all with sometimes intersecting stories and some with no intersection at like at all. <laughs> and as tragic as some of these characters are in some instances, some of them are like actually, <laughs> actually just problematic. It is, it is weird. It's a weird one. It's funny. It's kind of like, you can definitely get a chuckle if you, it's got a weird, like, kind of, I don't want to say, it's a slight dark humor is the best way to describe it. It's, because it's, some of the subject matters that they're bringing up are like, yeah, that's dark, but they're also kind of being played up for, like, laughs as well. So it's like, oh yeah, genocide. That's funny. <laughs> and it's like, oh, <laughs> And it's it's not off-putting, but it's definitely one of those things where it's like it's not for everyone. I will say this. I, I, I mean, I, I like dark humor. I like I like things that are a little off-putting, especially since you don't expect it. Still cause you, especially if you like things that just you never expect to see it coming. I, um, for instance, I rewatched some old uh, Borderlands Two vids, especially the recent update of uh, oh, when they added the backstory uh, audio logs for Borderlands Three characters. My favorite one's still Flack, where. It's this dude talking about uh, uh, Flack just being a complete badass, and then one other psycho comes in like, "What are you reading? What are you reading? Are you reading out of your diary? I told you to, I told you not to talk about that damn stuff all, put it all over the damn place." Uh, uh, and he goes, "Oh, I wasn't talking about diary. I was uh, talking about uh, talking to your uh, your mom, huh? Yeah. What now, <laughs> bitch?" <laughs> Fires him like, "No one talks about my mama. Ah, damn it! I just talked about my mama." Rolls is rolls. <laughs> okay. That's pretty, that's, that's pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it was suicide. It was hilarious, though. <laughs> but um, that is one of those things, because that kind of got me a little um, <laughs> But it is one of those kind of shows where it's just like, yeah, like, we're going to just have, we're going to poke some fun at some pretty... Not like it's not South Park, obviously. It's not trying to make a commentary while laughing at like people's expense, obviously. I'm not a huge fan, but I know you two are huge fans of South Parks. Yep. It's not that style of comedy, but it is like. I didn't even know that about you, Pele. Huh? How did you not? I never, kn- I never knew that about Pele. What South Park? Of course, I binged yeah. the entire show uh, up until like season seventeen. Bruh, I love Pele. <laughs> <laughs> South Park is dope. Granted, though, South Park at times can just be straight brutal and not even funny. Yeah. Yes, it's unnecessary. But yeah. this one is definitely more of a, like, a lightheartedness. Like, the world is coated in this rose-tintedness all the time, especially when being looked at from the Braves' perspective. And yeah. when you switch over to the monsters, it's like, oh, yeah, that was a massacre. <laughs> that was actually a massacre. No one here wanted There was, like, one dude that could might be able to fight. <laughs> but they're celebrating because they got rid of the goblins. But those goblins, <laughs> they couldn't. They couldn't do anything. <laughs> they just got massacred. It's crazy. Um, That's life sometimes. It do be like that. But it is fun. It is kind of fun. Um, the idea being that um, the ensemble cast that is being put together will most likely be going off in a direction to change the world. And at some point, they even introduce a villain who, to me. I feel is so blatantly evil that I don't understand how people can just not see that he's evil. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's just like, how does no, like no one here, no one here in this entire like city doesn't look at this guy and go, that seems problematic. Uh, plot armor. <laughs> plot armor strong with that one. 
That's his problematic. It doesn't. It's like my guy is evil laughing maniacally right now. I'm probably like the music in the background. <laughs> and you're like, no, this seems fair. I'm like, how? <laughs> I'll destroy them all. <laughs> This guy's chill, yo. He's <laughs> just like, I like him. He's cool. <laughs> You're just like, what? <laughs> I don't know what he's going with, but I, I fucks with that. <laughs> like, it's it's genuinely cool, guys. Give it a shot. Um, you might like it, you might not. Definitely one of those things where it's kind of possibly one or the other. Definitely yeah, this though. Um, Ian Pele did go to see Venom. Let yes. the Carnage this week. Yeah. Yes, we did. What the heck? Yeah. Was this this week? God, man, time just flies. So how's the movie? It, I haven't saw it. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It is fun. It is fun. As a comic, I will warn anyone that is a comic book fan. It it's got some weirdness. Of, it takes a lot of liberties. It takes a, it takes lot, of a lot of liberties with some things uh, in that movie. Freedom. Um, some unnecessary ones. I'm pretty sure the people who are listening can probably guess about one of them. Unfortunately, yes, but I won't go too much detail. Um. Another one is, uh, personally, it's more of a nitpick, but I don't really like Carnage's voice. Yeah, he, yeah, it's it's just more gra- growling, gravelly, because we were expecting more of the high-pitched wow. thing from the anim- from the animated series. Or for, like, any other rendition of Carnage. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, we're changing it up. Hell, the Ultimate Spider-Man up. version of Carnage was still better. In terms of I, voice, anyway. Even when he's, like, just screaming, yeah. and it's, like, a high-pitched, like, that's still kind of cool, but, like, I don't know. He Carnage has a very clear voice in this, and it's like, oh, that's kind of that's not normal. That's weird. <laughs> that's not how that. That's not the sound I expected from that character. Huh. Yeah, I, I expected more of a twisted, like, um, sinister voice to it, similar to like a little bit like the Joker, just not exactly copied though. Just more of a, well, he looks like he looks a little bit like a, I guess, a colorful clown. So I guess that's what I was kind of expecting. Make it more <laughs> twisted in that nature. But. All the acting's pretty solid. I find that this one is actually funnier than the previous one, which is weird. Yeah. Uh, biggest sadness, I guess, is that the fact that um, uh, this one didn't get the rated R one. Yeah, that it was didn't get the rated R rating, unfortunately, and it's yeah. it feels like it should have in a lot of cases. When Carnage uh, goes, you know, Carnage, you don't get any Carnage. Yeah, I'm type mad. I didn't even know that about that movie. That's they never sad. got the rated R rating. I mean, yeah, that's it's, stupid. That's still it, good. It, it, yeah, it's, still it's good. just, it's just like a the missed opportunity. One. It just feels like it could have gotten a lot more punch, you, you know. With you got, you gotta go big. You gotta, you gotta grab. No, they did attention. go big. Just you know, they didn't go Bigger. big in the right way. Bigger. Bloodier. Juicy. I mean, juicy. Juicy. I mean, it would have been perfect for this scene because I've noticed. I'm sure you noticed too, my during certain like uh, fight scenes and stuff like that, they just cut away right at the moment where it hits. Yeah. <laughs> and like that, I saw that a lot. Like, oh, that's a little aggravating. Oh, we just... gotta be safe for the teenagers. Well, here's the thing. Like, it's the parts that they cut where there shouldn't be any blood in the first place. Like, but they still cut it. Like, why? Just in case. Just, yeah. Just to be safe. Just to be safe. That. <laughs> that being said, it's still like the imp- the best way to describe it is sometimes the implication of a thing it can be worse than actually showing the thing, but. In this movie, it definitely is one of those things where you see Carnage do some stuff, and you're like, mm, that would have looked a little bit cool if he did some gore. I was hoping because... for more... Okay, not, I'm not saying like this a true comparison. I was hoping more for like a Deadpool example, where we got, saw the all the viscerality, all the uh, gross carnage, but it was still 
I guess, dramatic enough for us to get, still keep engaged and enjoy the film. Mm-hmm. That's that's where, what I was expecting. Because there are some times where Carnage just murks some people, and there like there's actually a really good implied uh, death that happens to a nobody. It's a random nobody, mm-hmm. but if you noticed, it's like they cover him up uh, with his like like with Cletus Cassidy's old jacket. Yep. And the uh, the implication is that guy's head no longer exists. And it's like, but there's oh, no blood. Yeah, there's no good. blood. But there's no blood. You don't see anything. It's just kind of like he lies the thing over it. And you're like, you know, fair enough. That's that's like that one. I'm like, that's a good implication. There's the other rest, ones where it's so just kind of like, eh. because they, as soon as <laughs> it be goes like when he actually you know eats somebody's head, it go he goes down over it and then in a scene cuts to another scene. That's it. And it's just it's one of those things where it's like, um, it's really cool. I feel like there are some, like they said, liberties that they took as far as designs and things they did as far as how things looked and where the story was going to go with this. Um, but it's a little weird. If you were really excited for like, the best way to describe it is if the first Venom movie had a very accurate Venom, like it just has a really fun rendition of Venom from a very specific era where you're like, yeah, that is that is how Venom is. Like, people miss that part, but that is Venom. Um, if you were looking for that from Carnage, you don't get that in this one. It's just, it's not a thing. Um, but I will say, it is still fun. Obviously, it's still one of the grossing movies, like, biggest grossing movies this year, I'm pretty sure. So, there's merits to checking it out. It's still good, but... uh. I, I gotta say, it's not as good as... I think it's not as good as 1. I think I actually liked 1 better. But I think, as a villain, Carnage is better than anything we had in the first one. Yeah, because, <laughs> honestly, I remember Carnage better than whoever the fuck we had in the first one. Yeah, we had... Uh, technically, we had Riot as the main symbiote that we yeah, were fighting, but, uh, like, which was, was weird. Like Carlton Drake was the main human villain? I did not give a shit. Yeah, and... <laughs> he sucked. But in which is sad. But that the actor life is fantastic. Is cool. It's just unfortunately his character was so un unmemorable. Yeah, unfortunately. But it's one of those things where it's just like, if you guys get a chance, go check it out. Like it's not like we're not saying it's a bad, but it's a fun time. Just don't go into it. Go into it with like a, a better, more of a, a looser experience. Just kind of being like, ah, I'm here to have fun, because like it doesn't have to be like a, a comic book eye for it because. Having being a person with a comic book guy, you're definitely going to see some stuff and be like, man. Also, I will say this: there is an after credit scene that is very important. You guys might want to stick around to see that. That's fair. Because it's it is very 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 important. Very important. Very important. Okay, damn. Okay, y'all go see it. Fuck it up. Fuck it, Devon. Just skip the whole movie and just watch the end credits. <laughs> pay for the ticket. No, pay for the ticket. Leave for the theater. Come back at the very end. Pay, 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 pay for the ticket. Yes, pay, pay for, for the ticket because that's how the else you're gonna get in. Get get in. Yes. Alright, that's fair. <laughs> fair enough. I'll, I'll go your route. Mm-hmm. But that'll do it for me. So, um, we'll get into some topics real quick because there's one thing we definitely have to mention here, and that is, and Pele sent this one, which is why I have to mention this. I saw this and immediately got mad. Um, so the Batman Wayne Family Adventures webtoon that we were super excited about and we're happy to read is apparently gonna get a live action series. I'm like, why? Already. <laughs> 
Yeah. Already? It, you know, Dude. The, the yeah, comic that's is like only, the number one thing, right? Yeah, the comic is like seven issues in and is already having a live action uh, adaptation. Like, why? But li- why live action? Uh, also, animated. it's one of those There's, things that, like, I don't need it to even step oh. out of the boundaries of where it is. As a little webcomic, it's just kind of fun. I don't want to uh, see. I don't think uh, it works. I, 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 I wasn't Hell, if it's a small cartoon, I would have been okay yeah, with it. Live action. They're trying to do a live action yeah. thing okay. in the webcomic. I, I have to exists. walk away because of this. No, yes, my grandpa's wrong with you. I mean, I, I would have been just cool with a small cartoon, and I would be cool with that. But Hold I think on. they're doing this adaptation because they already have actors playing a lot of these characters already. So, like, why not use them for this? But this is such a stupid and thing yes, to I'm use it for. To because... I know it's a dumb, it's a dumb reason, but Warner Brothers is really weird with their adaptation with the DC properties, man. Like the entire point of these comics is to be like kind of fun, poppy little like short things that they're doing in between missions, right? Like that's the whole point. Like based on what I'm reading, it's like this is just this is what they're doing when they're not when when they're being a family and not off screen doing stuff. As a full series, I don't need this because it's just supposed to be fun little things. First of all, live action doesn't even make sense for this. You can't give off the expressions or any of the like the poppy nature that comes from the actual art of it. Like you just can't recreate that in like it's one of the reasons why animation like animation just doesn't translate over very well. It's so weird. It's so weird. But as I was saying, it's just such a weird little thing where it's like it doesn't make any sense for them to to do this. It it's just so unnecessary. It's it is, but I guess Warner Brothers is doing that still, like throw everything on the wall and see what sticks mentality because they've been doing that with the animated stuff, a bunch of the live action shows, and well, they're definitely doing that with the movies a little bit. Yeah, and this one's just so. Ugh. It makes me feel bad because I was super excited. I still am super excited to read this webcomic. I. St- been reading it the whole time since it's been coming out yeah no it's fun it's, it's cute, cute. Like, uh, that's the whole point. it doesn't need a live action thing especially since like it's so like small scale that's the point of live action just means a bit too much but this honestly. makes it feel so money grubby it's not even funny that's no. the problem it's like oh you know that this but is i guess on a more yeah but i guess on a more positive note uh, uh, uh a more positive note did you read the latest chapter i did i did I was th- the entire time I was reading it, like thinking, like technically, Dick would fit in all these categories. You have <laughs> like complete bingo. <laughs> You'd have a complete bingo. Yeah. Um, for a quick explanation for those uh, who, I mean, slight spoilers for this, but it is supposed to be little episodic things. Latest chapter does talk about the idea of vigilante bingo, which involves them talking about each of the things that they've done and little comic book tropes that's happened. Like for instance, who's died and come back, and like every like. Every almost everyone raises their hand in some instances, and then it was Dick, Damien, Jason, and Stephanie. Actually, not Stephanie. Cassandra. Dick does not actually raise his hand because he's like, I don't know if it counts because technically I didn't actually die. I was just doing a thing. Yeah, Jason says no. Cassandra says yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the moment they're referring to for comic book fans is when he was trapped in was it like the apocalypse machine? I forget exactly. Oh no, I think they're referring to the one with Spiral actually. Uh, okay, okay. Oh, yes, that's when the spice he, yeah, the spiral. During his days as a secret okay. agent, when everyone that's thought it. that he was dead. Um, and he had to disregard the um, the code name of Nightwing. Um, mm-hmm. 
another one. But I was referring. I was thought I was referring to the part where Bruce literally stopped his heart for like a, a few a few seconds and then revived him back just to make sure the machine thought he was. Dead. Nah, because he talks about the fact that he's like he doesn't know if the one for that one counts, like the other one. Um, okay. I think another one that was funny, which was like how many people have changed their names, and you're like. That's a lot of them. <laughs> That's a lot of people in the yeah. family. That I, for, the I forgot Cassandra Kane has changed her name three times I over. Didn't like, even, wow. I, like, I remember her being... There's like two I remember. Because there's her current yeah. one and the first one. I don't even remember the third I'm one. I'm back. I'm back. What I missed? <laughs> the middle one. Yeah. Hello? The middle one, I, I, I think it's like super brief, I guess. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're on uh, the Wayne family. We're just talking about the content. Oh my gosh, no way. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Either way, we're going to move forward. Um, uh, let me tell you a good story. So I was helping my grandfather with, with, the, with, the, with the groceries, and he got two pumpkins. I was like, why the fuck are you getting pumpkins for? I forgot it was October for a second. <laughs> I was looking at it like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? We got pumpkins? Like, it's, 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 oh. It's October. Right. <laughs> my birthday just passed. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Also, we might as well say this on the podcast because I think we we didn't miss it last time, but it was too early. Um, happy birthday, Dave Vaughn, one of our cast members. Yay. Recently had a birthday. Yay! Yay! Hey, happy birthday, Dave Vaughn. Very excited. I, I leveled up. <laughs> what level are you? <laughs> no, twenty five. There you go. <laughs> Hopefully, we don't lose any XP and like go down a level. That'd be crazy. Just go down in age. <laughs> <laughs> Like you prestige us as a um, rebirth. <laughs> the, the, thing, the thing is, like some people, yeah, no, but some people want to go down level, being like a, down level, because, uh, level down because advantages. they want to be younger. Still, True, fair enough. Yeah. But let us get into the news, dear boys. Well, first up, I want to talk about this because uh, Dynasty Warriors Nine Empires got a least trailer, and I'm excited. Mm-hmm. The, em- the Empire's version of Dynasty Warriors 9. Granted, though, not a lot of people did like because it was too big as an open world concept. Yeah, but like, I feel like this was perfect for the Empire's one, where you get to make your own character and stuff like that, and actually journey around the world. Yeah. Get to interact mm-hmm. with things. That's why I'm like, yeah, big excite. Um, I believe it is coming out in February 2022. Uh, I think we actually have a more exact date, to be fair, because this is the release date trailer showing us when it's coming out. Let me see. Yep, February 15th, 2022. Which has me sad because I wanted it to be sooner, but I'll take it. I was looking forward to this game anyway. So, no problems there. But, what about you two? <clears throat> What's something you guys were looking forward to on here? Oh, okay, on the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Choo Choo Charles. Yes. Charles, not gonna lie. Yeah, Choo Choo Charles looks dope. It is dope. Looks dope. All right. For those that don't know, this is essentially a horror game in which you are running away from. Essential. This this is. This. I'm just letting people know what it is. It's basically a horror game, horror survival game. You're running and facing off against what is basically a demonized version. Of Thomas I, I, the Tank I seen, Engine. I, I seen this. Yeah, but like instead, 10 of, years ago. instead of track wheels, he has fucking spider legs. He, I forgot what when he gets on the track, he like... actually gets on the track. But when he's not on the track, chasing you, he's definitely on spider legs. <laughs> yeah, and this guy, this is an entire map survival scenario, so he can be anywhere on the map. You need to picture, you pay attention where he is, or he will find you 
and he will kill it's you. It's a very large map. Actually, quite surprising for a horror game, but I guess since you're going against a train, you need large map, because train move fast. <laughs> yep, and the only thing to stop the train is with another train, so you got yeah, you to find upgrades and pieces for your train to beef hey, it up to like fight Charles. I'm gonna be real, this is such a weird freaking game that I'm so down to play it. I really want to play this. <laughs> it's so strange. I Bro, don't get it. It's yeah, weird. And it's great. Yeah, Charles is gonna be sick. <laughs> um i personally have to mention the my hero uh world heroes u.s release trailer because it is right after my birthday it's october this month the 29th so we get to see the third my hero movie in theaters or you know wherever you get the chance to so be excited for that one this one looks good huh this one looks good this it's adhd aware this month it is also adhd around this month but I can't wait. I have a confession. I have ADHD. <laughs> Big surprise. Big surprise. I feel like we've talked about this a couple times. <laughs> Multiple times on this fucking. <laughs> He's like, but. It's my month. I'm sorry. It do be your month. <laughs> Any other ones you guys want to mention on this one? Uh, you got Pele? Hmm? You, want, you see anything you want to talk about? Uh, Let's see. Uh, Chains of Fury looks pretty dope. Yes. This actually, if I'm not mistaken, is the same creators that did Void Punk. Let me check. Because it looks extremely like Void Punk. So if anybody that's, you know, my bad, not Void Punk, Void Bastards is what it's called, is the name of the, the original game. Um, But I want to see if these are the same development studios. But it looks purely on style alone like they just made this if I can find it, but continue. But by all means, guys, talk about it. It's like this nice comic book style shaded. Um, actually, not even shaded. It just is a comic book. Uh, sprite. Yeah, comic book style, do run and gun doom scenario. But it has to actually create a creative uh, kills in terms of the environment. So it reminds me a little bit of a uh, bullet storm. I can mindlessly play that game, and it's just chill. Oh yeah, it looks dope. Like mindlessly killing things in funny mm-hmm. ways and mm-hmm. weird ways. Like, hey, mm-hmm. going back to the old two um, uh, D shooter, uh, flat, flat, flat dimensions and killing enemies with weird guns. Especially since the first gun you got is a quad shotgun, which by default is pretty great. A quad barrel shotgun. Like, damn. But another one um, we'll mentioned is because let's be real, we gotta talk about. Well, I mentioned this first. So we have a Resident Evil Vania game that exists that looks really interesting. Yeah. I never mind game I can fuck around and do anything. Hmm? It was a chill game. I liked it. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it's just it. basically Resident Evil 7 recreated as Castle. Well, Resident 8, right? We're running out of this shoot up and down. Oh, yeah, it's 8. My bad. Because it's uh, based off of uh, Lady Demistrescu's castle, which is, I mean, kind of perfect for Res- like Castlevania, so... I mean, yeah, big scary castle, Castlevania. Makes sense. Another one I'm going to mention is uh, River City Girls 2, which is looking... Looks dope. Oh, man, I can't wait. That game looks awesome, man. I'm not even going to lie. Because as someone that's played the first one, the first one is, like, immaculate as a beat-em-up. It's really unfortunate that I haven't been able to beat it yet because uh, I've been playing it co-op. So if my co-op partner is not here to play that game, Mm -hmm. I'm not beating it. (laughs) 
I mean, I, I do that with um, a few of the fighters I'm currently playing with Jones. Uh, we're trying to do the final fucking boss in Streets of Rage 4, and I keep, we keep getting our asses kicked. Oh, yeah, that one's a tough one. That one's Damn. tough. I'm super excited for River City Girls, especially the new, like, the two new characters they announced, because they look awesome. <laughs> and I can't wait to actually play as them. One in particular, but we'll let you guys figure out which one exactly that one is when you guys I'm look back at it. again. Now I need some help with light bulbs. <laughs> Oh my it's God. like the worst time for you, isn't it? Yeah, he's the in-house handyman. Well, granted, I think that's every man. Just because I'm tall. I guess so. There you go. But another one I think we just have to talk about. Let's be real. It's Doom Guy and Smash. Oh yeah, pretty cool. Uh, I'm sure Isabella is a little sad because her best friend's not in the game, though. I'm a, I'm sad for them. Technically, he is. I mean, to be honest, the me costume, because that's what it is, guys. Uh, Doom guy is a me costume in Smash, and uh, it looks really good. Like, actually, it just mm -hmm. looks like a chibi Doom guy. That's the deal, and that's honestly my, the best my I only issue is that they, I'm the only issue is that they chose with the pistol, not the super shotgun. I'm like, oh come yeah, on. Yeah, unfortunately, really? they chose the pistol, not the super shotgun. I don't know why they didn't. You could have gone with a shotgun. super shotgun at the very least, man. The most iconic Doom gun, next to the BFG. That's true, but the the pistol actually does have a charge function. I know it does, so it makes sense mechanically. I'm just saying, a uh, uh, funk uh, looks for it. It would have been better with a super super shotgun. That's true, but. Even bigger news than Doomguy being in Smash in some way, shape, or form is honestly Sora in Smash. Man. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> you seem like you'd be more excited for this one. You were super excited to talk what, about you... this. <laughs> oh, what? You, you, you thought I was going to blow up on the podcast? Yes. You know, what? the biggest Kingdom what Hearts fan you probably also know owning every single American North American release copy that was ever released in North America from the original PS2, GBA, DS, and PSP title, including the freaking mobile ti mobile titles on his phone? What is happening? Yep. Figured I'd have a... <laughs> yes, I was fucking, I was fucking excited. My mind was fucking blown when I first saw the fucking Mickey Mouse keychain key on the fucking Keyblade. Oh, like, holy Sora. shit, Sora! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and tears in my eyes, screaming to the heavens like, holy shit! And not only... on my birthday. <laughs> yeah. It releases two days after my birthday, so I thought it was like, oh, this is a great um, birthday gift, Mr. Sakurai. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's a pretty good one. <laughs> Yep, and not only that, like knowing more of the history involving it with it, because according to Sakurai, he's been trying to get Sora into the game ever since the 3DS, uh, 3DS. Oh yeah, I knew that. So... They tried to get Sora in the game before, but it fell through. They were not able to mm -hmm. to do it just because Sora licensing himself everything. is a licensing nightmare. Yes, belongs to 50 he different versions of Disney mm -hmm. and Square Enix. It is the international <laughs> and Square Enix. And the music is also hard because apparently it's not owned by either one of those companies. They're owned by either Yoko Shimomura or Yutada Hikaru herself. Which makes it even worse. Yeah, so it's a it's a nightmare franchise. And the fact that he's actually, he actually endured and actually got this done for the final character on Smash possibly ever is a godsend. I want a Lightning McQueen. I don't. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> no Disney character will ever be released for Smash. And Sora technically doesn't Where's count. Goku? Also, the number one thing that I think everyone keeps forgetting is that it's supposed to be a video game character <laughs> that originates in video games. And nah, what do you call it? Kachiga. And the other stipulation is that they have to have existed on a Nintendo cost, uh, console. So Boo. when they're like, when people walk up and like, Shrek. I want Shrek. It's like, okay, Come yeah, on. sure. We can get Shrek, the movie character. Spider-Man. <laughs> Again, Sp mm -hmm. Spider-Man's another one. <laughs> 
<laughs> Our friend Jehoyce has a tendency Spider-Man to do te- that all the time. He's like, yo, I won't yeah, go Yeah, Spider-Man through. technically counts, I, but I don't think they'll ever put a comic book character in the thing about me and him is different is I'm, I'm joking. I'm, he's dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all I could do is just get mad because I'm like, bro, you know that they have a rule about this, right? Like, this is a whole deal with this. Eh, don't care. Doesn't care. He's like, I want Goku. I want Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, add Lee from The Walking Dead. Bro, actually, that would make more sense. Believe it or not, Lee originated in a video game. It's a good game. <laughs> He's a video game exclusive character. I'd be mad, though. But <laughs> I, I, that would be so such random. a weird character. Like, we chose Lee. What? Why? I'm thinking about the most absurd characters right now. I just thought of Bob the Builder for some reason. That doesn't even work. <laughs> I know. That doesn't even work. <laughs> But I'm happy. I'm super happy for Sora. It's kind of nuts. And I seen the move set. His air, his uh, his uh, recovery is stupid. Yes. Oh my god, it's dumb. Oh, it's dumb, dumb. Oh man, it's crazy. I think it's oh. up there like one of the best recoveries in the game now because Jesus Christ, that looks unfair. It doesn't even make any sense how good it is. But, oh man, I'm just thinking about it. I've, I, I've. Kind of getting slightly overwhelmed. Don't worry, I'm not gonna freaking cry or anything. But it's <laughs> it's wild at the fact that like not only is like you mentioned, is it such a like very requested character because it is somebody that I am close to too. Like I freaking love Sora. Mm-hmm. Don't like him as much because of Kingdom Hearts three, but like I love Sora. Um, and just the idea of getting him in with all of his variations. Because one of the first things I thought was like, oh, man, it's the Kingdom Hearts 1 costume. But he's in it, though. And then I was like, no, we got them all. <laughs> all the costumes, you. including <laughs> including the uh, Valor, Wisdom, and uh, uh, okay. Final Form mm-hmm. uh, costume variant I, I, colors. I have to bring this up. Have him just watch that trailer. He just was black. Like, coming just soaring in. He got done. <laughs> I'd be like, so confused. That I'm like, that's not Sora. <laughs> 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 Who is this guy dressed up as Sora? That's so weird. <laughs> It's really weird. Uh, I was working on my birthday, and my friend Daniel was like, Sora's in the game. This is the best day ever. This is the best day ever. And I'm like, yeah, it's my birthday. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. I guess another thing that I'll mention then, if we move along from Sora to, I guess, we'll talk about Goku, the other people, a ton of people wanted in that game for some reason. Um <laughs> Dragon Ball Super Dragon Hero Ball has Super a trailer Su- now. Yeah, sorry, you have to be specific. Super Dragon Ball Super Hero. Superhero. Yeah. Specifically, it is a. Th- this is, it's actually odd because it's a 3D animated movie. That's Dragon Ball. Yeah, I think we mentioned the fact that Dragon Ball got like a little teaser that looks like it's going to be in a 3D animated style. But other than that, I mean, this is our first look at it. Um, honestly. I'm happy to kind of see the Red Ribbon Army back as an OG Dragon Ball fan. Like, I'd like Dragon Ball. Um, we haven't seen the Red Ribbon Army, except maybe a little bit in Z during the Android saga, yeah, because they were bit. made by former... Yeah, they were were made by a former Red Ribbon Army um, scientist. Specifically one, Dr. Jero. Dr. Jero. <laughs> but it is one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, bet, Red Ribbon Army. Like, cool. Glad to see that they're still relevant somehow. Um... I think the biggest takeaway from this trailer for me, besides it looks pretty good in motion, like 3D, is um, Broly is in this. Oh, yeah, Broly. Broly makes a very quick 
appearance in this. I don't know what that means, but I'm super happy to see Super Bowl League again. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, I'm hoping that Piccolo gets a bigger role in this because it's kind of. Well, he's gonna play the granddad now because he's probably looking to look after, gonna look after. Oh Pan. yeah, and Pan looks like she's training. She got older, so hopefully, hopefully. I thought she was going <laughs> Super Saiyan. Oh no, maybe she can go Super Saiyan. I'm more so I'll, saying I'll, hopefully I'll we'll get a more aged up version of Trunks and Goten because I'm tired of seeing them look like children. <laughs> They're supposed Washington to be much be older by this point, and they don't look older. <laughs> Nope. Saying blood, what can I say? <laughs> they do stay short I for guess a long was... period of time. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, but then again, it also takes them quite a bit of time to change in terms of age. Like, I guess what was it? This what was the sand description? Like, once they reach a certain physical age, they they don't really age out of that physical point. And I'm not saying for the up. kids because the kids, <laughs> yeah, they shoot up pretty fast. Because mm -hmm. that's the thing. So Goku, like by the time uh, Dragon Ball rolled around, I think he was like 12 or 13. Mm -hmm. And then, like and by the end of the sh by the end of the show, he shoot up. Yeah, but like it hit like a year, so I think he was like fourteen, and then he was like adult height, low key. And it was like, oh, yep. okay, <laughs> there's where all the this height is went. A mat. <laughs> this yep, is and a man. in terms of height, he's been he's been the same since for Z to Super. He just got bulk. He just got beefier and beefier and beefier. <laughs> just he got thick. <laughs> yeah, he, got, he became he a block. Dope. I mean, <laughs> but um, dope. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's Dilf. I mean, I'm sure that there's a lot of people that actually. I said that there's, there's a lot of people that would smash Goku. There's a lot of people that would smash Goku. There are people in the series that would smash Goku. Chi Chi wanted to smash Goku. I mean, Bulma at one point. No, I don't know about that one. No, no, no. It was a. Uh, it was apparently implied. I think in the original Dragon Ball that Bulma was possibly uh, developing feelings for Goku, but then that that just, that just went away. Oh, I think. Uh, saving it perfect. I figured that was the thing with Toriyama just creating, like, wanting to kind of go that route and was just deciding not to. He was like, ah, maybe, yeah. but nah. <laughs> he was like, he thought about it. He was like, ah, we can do, we can, we can do a better story. And I'm glad we didn't, because then we got Trunks. <laughs> yeah, Trunks is the Trunks is My dope favorite. for sure. I will, say, I will say this in terms of familial references. They don't Toriyama, Toriyama really doesn't like too much familial references because there's one significant like blood relative of Goku that we have not had reference to in a very long time because no one really gives a shit about him, I guess, anymore. Raditz, his own brother. Because yeah, that nigga dead. Exactly, he's dead, but you know what? But I'm surprised no one brings him up at, at all. <laughs> uh, I know. Exactly, I don't understand that. <laughs> it's really weird. I don't understand it myself. I'm just like, okay, so who? Is it, isn't Nappa, like, like hiding somewhere? Is that canon? Yeah, Nappa's, like, no, alive, no, Nappa... if I'm not mistaken, on Earth. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, like, I've seen... He yeah. showed, his design itself shows up a couple times, and you're like, is that is that not just Nappa? Is that that's, <laughs> that's, that's just him. Ball hair looking yeah. ass. <laughs> How you go Super Saiyan? Did your eyebrows get longer or something? Probably. We'll never know. <laughs> His goatee, yeah. Oh, yeah, damn. Just gets a goatee. Yeah. Um... Pele? Yeah. Pele? Start watching a video? Yesterday, he told me to. Why are you like silent? I don't know. He just said something to his website. I signed. That's it. Oh, Bro. he just got really quiet for some reason on our end. That's what I'm saying. I'll show you later. I'm busy right now. Okay. Bruh. But it's all good. Um, Next up, we'll talk about Fine, sure. uh, this new Resident Evil live action thing, which I kind of want <laughs> Pele's opinion on this. What? I'm sorry. I. My dad called me in the middle of it. That's all good. Um, the last thing we're going to mention here on this one is uh, the Resident Evil uh, Welcome to Raccoon City trailer. 
see what your thoughts on that one is, sir. Okay, so my entire opinion of seeing that, um, I'm still weary because after, let's see, one, two, <laughs> goddamn, over ten years of Resident Evil bullshit dang. movies, I have been burnt way too many times by Paul W. S. Anderson on Resident Evil, live action Resident Evil movies. Uh, comparatively to this, I'm a bit more hopeful. Because it's nostalgia beating pretty damn hard. There's a lot of like key significant moments from the Resident Evil franchise that they actually portray in live action. Like the original zombie turning, the they actually recreated the Spencer Mansion uh, main entryway, like wow, that that, yeah, they did that. is that was dope. Um, my only concern is because it looks like they're mashing because this is a film. I have to remind remind people, this is a movie. Oh yeah, it's not a show, uh, is it? No. This is a film. There is a show coming out. Weirdly oh enough, going to be focused on Wesker's kids, which I'm confused about. Like, okay, Wesker has kids now. That is not Jake Mueller from fucking Six? RE6. Why does companies yeah. always milk all their stuff? Just have, it, just it's it's going to be odd. But on this one, the movie, Welcome to Raccoon City, is gonna looks like they're going to mash up one and yeah. two and throw their own story in it. Uh, can't say for sure for tra- from the trailer alone, but it looks like they might be doing two first and then one as the as finale. It's really weird. I mean, it's, I guess it kind of works because the two are parallel to each other, but that is kind of weird. One and two? No, they're not. No, they do. They t- well, wait, no. One, two, and... Yeah, one, two, and three take place in the same... No, wait. I'm wrong. I'm thinking of two and three. One takes in the mansion incident, which has happens way before the events of two yeah, and three. Yeah, my bad. I'm thinking specifically yeah. of two and three. Two and three take kind of parallel to each other. Um, yeah. For one some and reason, two, I was no. thinking one... My bad. A bunch of Resident Evil fans just literally was like, I'll kill you. And I'm like, my mistake. I'm really thinking of the other two games. <laughs> How dare you not know the right number? <laughs> yeah, there doesn't seem to be any references for three specifically for this one. Um, it, it's just odd. Some of the casting choices I have, I don't have too much an issue depending on if they play the character right. I just didn't expect uh, certain appearances because I'm, I got used to the CG models for so long. Like, oh, I kind of wanted an actor to look like this, but eh. It works out if, if the character's all right. Example, Leon. Well, the actor who plays Leon looks more like Carlos than he does yeah, Leon. Yeah, which initially I thought when I saw it, I'm like, oh, it's Carlos. I'm like, no, it's no, it's not. Oh, no. No, it's not. That's Leon? Like, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. no. No, it's not. <laughs> that's that's just, that, that threw me off that for sure. But, hey, I mean, if you can play Leon, like the spirit, I, I would think I won't, I won't mind too much. Um, some of the zombies and creatures, like especially the liquor, look pretty cool. Though I think that's just mostly the CG uh, showcase for that bit. Um, oh, uh, one detail apparently found out outside the trailer, Jill and Wesker are a thing in this one. What? Yeah, I don't know either. I really don't first know. First of all, first of all, everybody knows Resident Evil is a hopeless, loveless, like... Everybody knows. Nobody fucks in Resident Evil. Everybody gives googly yeah. eyes. Nobody smashes. With the exception of Wesker, who was the only one to have a kid. <laughs> and Barry. Yeah, but we don't know who he <laughs> fucked to get said kid. So Jake could be a clone for all we know. But Barry did smash. <laughs> Barry has a child. That's the only he one. He has a wife! Yeah. Everyone else? Everyone else just gives googly eyes to each other and doesn't do anything. No one acts on anything in that game. <laughs> no, Aww. the only physical romance we ever see in any of the games is possibly the kiss between Leon and Ada in 2. Both the original and the remake. And then that's it. They never that's smash. That's it. That is absolutely it. They never smash. Let them nope. smash. Isn't Claire... Claire also has a love interest as well. 
Never smashes him. Steve. Yeah. Steve. Jill, but he's Jill dead. was pushed with um, both Carlos and Chris. And Chris. Nothing happens. Nope. Nothing mm. happens. <laughs> so I get the romance thing. It just throws me off like, oh, she's going. She has a thing with the main. That's essentially the main one of the main villains in the franchise. Like, okay. I, mean, I guess that makes this betrayal even plot crazier, choice. I guess. But that's really weird. I Yes, because I thought Chris was hit hardest from the games because he trusted uh, Wesker that much as a, like a brother in arms type of thing. Since I mean, he, it works Wesker is way. a recent entire team. I think it works either way, but I they'll can... probably do the betrayal from uh, Jill's perspective, which is not canon, but you know that's what they'll well, do. Well, at least from the trailer, it looks like the main protagonist, quote unquote, is Claire. Oh yeah, it does. From the from the trailer, yeah, it totally yeah. looks like Claire. <laughs> which I'm like, like okay, <laughs> so we're doing from Claire's perspective. That's gonna be interesting because Claire was never at the mansion. This and that's gonna be weird. And she apparently is like this like um, r- this umbrella vigilante where she's trying to find evidence of all these umbrellas undoings way before the events. Oh, she's an, inv- yeah, she's an investigative reporter because she's just like, hey man, uh, so she's, up to she's some not. Stuff. Okay, so it's not the simple original story where she just goes to Raccoon City trying to find her brother. Yeah, which you would think it would be a part of it, but like, no, nah, she's definitely more of a, an investigator. She's with them. They're investigating together. Which is a stranger, but we're not. Who? <laughs> it, it's it's a lot of weird choices, but I I I guess they have to do what they can to make it some sense because Resident Evil. I'll take it. They're trying it to tell the a different yeah. story with it, and we've seen technically Resident Evil one, two, and three at this point told twice, yep. and we've played it. Actually, actually, how many times? Resident Evil has been remade. Resident Evil one has been remade twice. twice. So we've seen the original yep. story for Resident Evil. Uh, twice. Unless you don't count, unless you're unless you count the. Uh, Unless you count the Umbrella Chronicles and Dark Side Chronicles. Damn, then we've, we've seen it a lot. <laughs> yeah. We've seen both those games a lot. So I think it's fair to kind of want something new. But it is kind of strange for their first live-action rendition, I guess, to be so... Well, no, it's not their first act- live-action rendition. No, no, that, the live-action goes to the original Resident, Resident Evil movies. But those kind of aren't... I, I those, don't those count were them because Alice... To begin with, so... <laughs> no. They just literally just shoehorning characters willy nilly, like they had no real place yeah, in it so at all. I guess like, they're just trying to do something new, which I guess is weird because we already got something new with the original movies, which have no real connection to those games at all. But no. you know, it's whatever. I mean, I guess like in terms of faithful recreation, they're actually trying this time versus the previous entries because you know, I mentioned before the massive amounts of callbacks, and that's pretty cool and everything. It's just little. It's just odd. Um, I mean, I pref- I guess I'll prefer this, hopefully, more so than the recent Netflix Infinite Darkness uh, animated movie, which I have my own gripes about on that one. That's... Uh, That's unfortunate. Yeah. It is very unfortunate, but here's hoping it's it's good. Uh, will I see it in cinemas? I'll wait for the reviews, honestly. <laughs> I'm still kind of... I'm, I'm still a little burnt on that. Alright, for our final topic, for Devon to get big excited... GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition has gotten an announcement. It exists. After it's been, le- yeah, it's been leaked like fucking oh, crazy before this hell, official We can't. You know, it's crazy. Up on leaks uh, too much. I, I I watched Daquan play all these games, so I don't remember. Well, now you're gonna see it in high def with new ish graphics. Well, it's supposed to I'm be a, a, from what I understand, it's supposed to be a remaster. Though I'm not. Yeah. Well, no, I'm supposed to be a remake, but it's not clear. It's not a remake. It's a remastered edition. So, 
Think I of it like wait. this. So the, it's the original game's gameplay function and everything. Just the graphics have been uh, improved to a significant degree. It still will look blocky as hell from this PS2 era, but a little bit more improved. That makes sense. Like Saints Row 2 the water's gonna original look looks. <laughs> yeah. The water's going to look the real nice. The character models going to look ridiculous. The character models still going to look PlayStation 1, but like slightly better. <laughs> Just enough to be like, oh yeah, that's high def. That's high def PlayStation. <laughs> It's 4K. So it's, yeah, I'm sure the game is gonna be fun. Oh, but how many game. times has this game been? These games have been re-released again. Um, these games specifically. Not surprisingly, not five. Surprisingly, not that many. If I'm not mistaken, I, mean, I think it's play... been released like twice, maybe three. Yeah, no, because you can play three and uh, San Andreas on your phone, actually. Oh, that's true. Well, that's the difference. That's like SKUs. I don't know how many times it's been released, like as far as SKUs go, but as far as uh. How many times they've kind of been like, "Hey, yo, play G like on your consoles, play GTA again." Um, like <laughs> I as mean, a like, like how they're doing with five, right? Uh, yeah, it was like yeah. yeah to be honest, like, those have not. Five has five has existed for like a generation and uh, two generations. Three generations. It's been from the PS3, PS4, and now on the PS5. Yeah, so it's it's going into that's, that point where it's that's like, terrible. <laughs> I lived on that. People game. are sick they, of it, honestly. Like I'm tired of it. Give us some hint at least for like six that. or something new. Which is why yeah. I think a lot of people are excited for this trilogy, to be honest. They kind of want to, like, obviously it's old, but like, you're at least playing something new. I, I, I played too much. I didn't never need the minimap. <laughs> He's like, I, I remember it. I remember it all. I know all the streets. I know how to get around that city. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, it's definitely going to be a bit of a downgrade because the map, from compared to current uh, 4 and 5, San Andreas, Vice oh, City, and uh, 3... They're so much smaller now. That's fair. Comparatively. I, I just want to play the stories again. I'm not really so much... Oh, no, the stories are dope. I, I want to uh, hear Samuel Jackson yell in my ears again. What? Hey. Okay. You forgot who character you played, right? Uh, yeah, I don't remember any of the stories at all. He will remember now. Because he gets to play them while he's older. <laughs> Me? But Once I play. that will close up our podcast for today, for right now. Um... We're going to leave you guys with the spoiler cast coming up in a bit for What If. So, yeah. for right now, we will say our goodbyes, and then you guys will be able to hear our illustrious voices once more in a matter of a couple of, a couple seconds or minutes, depending on how long this little intermission is. But I will Ten bid you all later. adieu. We will catch you guys around next time. Well, Why are you even saying bye for? We want to see you in a couple of I seconds. mean, we got to say bye, because technically... The recording is not. In case for the people who don't want to listen to the spoilers. Yeah. So all the people that don't know the spoilers or don't want to hear those things for what if or didn't watch what if, we're saying bye bye to them now. And then we'll pick okay, back up and say explain. hi to the one that do later. Ugh, come on, keep up with the program, Devon. I know, I know, I'm just messing. I'm <laughs> no, keep up, keep fun. up. Man. <laughs> also, if you want to keep up with us, something that Devon clearly has been doing very well. <laughs> wow. You can go and follow us. <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter at paper underscore action. See what we're up to. We'll give up nice little updates and tweets about what we've I been see talking. how it is, Mr. Amani. It's fine. You're here. You'll keep up with us now. You're here and you're able to talk with us. If you guys have any questions for us or anything you want to ask us about and we can answer it, you can send it to at paperplayaction at gmail.com. We will gladly answer them on this podcast for you guys to hear if you want them to be answered. So by all means, go ahead and do that. But that'll be it for us at this time. 
we will see those who are not going to be in our little spoiler section later, most likely next week, or maybe something else that might come out later this week. We don't know. But you guys have a good one. Bye. Peace. Mm-hmm. everybody if you guys stuck around that means that you have officially finished what if which means we can talk about it freely with you guys so i mean if you haven't left yet and i'm pretty sure we gave you ample of time already but just in case we are going to discuss the series at length and our favorite episodes and our certain parts so we are giving you the opportunity right now to say bye-bye even though we already did our previous goodbyes and everything so just in case you're still here and just couldn't get to it. Last buffer, last chance. In three, two, one. Okay, that Ultron episode was kind of wild. No, it, it <laughs> was, but, not, uh, but like, it, it was for sure. But during this whole setup, especially the beginning when the Watcher recruits everybody and goes for more like, wait, did I miss an episode? Where the fuck was she? And why is Tony with her? That scared me. I didn't know about that. <laughs> Okay, so the number one thing I guess we'll start off with is because we've already started at a, at the last episode. Uh, we'll just have now. a proper discuss, <laughs> like quick discussion on like the last episode itself, and then we'll go back to the series. Mm-hmm. But the last episode's a little weird because we haven't gotten a chance to really discuss it. Um, yeah, you're not wrong. You started off, and I think every single person has the same problem where you get to the recruiting part, and you're like Gamora mm-hmm. and and Tony. Tony. And you're like, and what like, is this armor that Tony's wearing? Is that a Godbuster armor? And, and, what like? And the watch is like Gamora who killed Thanos. I'm like, what, what did I miss? Did I and miss something? Here? I immediately knew. Yeah, I immediately knew that. I'm like, okay, this episode was cut. There's, there's no. This seems way too important. This episode, and I've definitely seen all of them. This episode was cut for sure. So it's one of those things where it's just like. I was like, okay, I guess I was missing. Every single person had the same thing where they looked at that and was like. Wait a minute. Hold up. I don't remember us talking hey, about this. <laughs> Just raise your hand. I think I missed something. I think I missed it. So if you had been watching that episode, no worries. If you're just as confused and you're like, where is it? It was a cut episode. Apparently, um, to properly explain that one, they were running into time constraints near the end because of COVID and the fact that they had to um, pretty much make the show from home. Personally, I would have just said delayed the show, but what they decided to do was to, because they had two choices, they could cut one of the final episodes, or they can, um, they can get rid of the Gamora and that, like, and Tony episode, and bring it back later, it's not going away completely, it will most likely be in season two, they'll probably just slide it in and be like, hey, this is the episode we had to cut, it's probably the first one, we'll see. Me, personally, I think... If there was any episode out of this whole thing that we could have just cut out and done without, I probably would have said it's... The Thorn. Which one? Wait, which one did you say? The, the Thorn Actually, one. Actually, no. No, I was going to say I, the I, zombie I one. Thor one was kind of necessary. I was going to say the zombie one. I don't... The zombie one? No. 
That zombie one was the one that everybody was looking forward no, to. No, the zombie one Absolutely is cool. Not. I was going to say the one with... Um... No, the zombie one was cool. I'm just saying, like, in no, terms no, no, of the no. bigger picture thing, it was probably the most, like, meaningless of this whole seasonal no, arc. No, not even that. The one the one where they kill off all the Avengers specifically. Oh, yeah. Where it's Hank Pym. Hank Pym was the murderer. That one's lame. That one's super lame that's, in comparison to the rest of them. That's fire. In fact, that's, for me personally, that's my least favorite episode. That's why I'm like, that one could go. But that's just me and yeah that is i think it's episode three i think it's three, yeah, it's yeah. three. Mm-hmm. episode three and also it's just weird like in the end like when he brings up the set of the avengers team so in the end you only have two avengers captain america and captain marvel and then yeah just no i mean yeah. well if you want me to jump ahead they include ultron destroyed universe where ultron wins and widow is the only human left essentially and she gets transported to this universe where the Hank Pym killed the Avengers. And she takes over... The- yeah, that one's... That one's really strange. It's it's a lot of... The yeah. idea of like even cutting that one is really... Yeah. Well, it's a little... That, uh, like, that one wouldn't work being cut. Yeah, it's a little odd in a lot of ways because I want to talk about, once again, the use of the Infinity Stones and specifically the MacGuffin that they created in this universe with Gamora, the Infinity Crusher. So, like, okay... So what my issue was um, is that so we prove it in a previous conversation and complain about it like, oh, so the Infinity Stones can operate outside their respective universes into the multiverse. We got that. But the thing is, while that rule no longer applies, things that could say destroy the Infinity Stones like this new created Infinity Crusher, they specifically mentioned that it only works in her world. So like, oh, so you're still using the rule for the things that can destroy it. That's bullshit. The only ones that could be used outside of their universe, that was their uniqueness. But that's really weird because all the because other ones, I, like, yeah, it's, it's really weird because they never explain exactly like why it makes these unique. They only exist from where Ultron had won and, and uh, destroyed the entire universe. That was the only real difference. Like what makes these unique and powerful enough to transcend its universe's boundaries? I don't get that. Also, I'm not going to lie. Okay, so one of the things I will mention for the last episode, because one of the things that's like kind of... And sorry, guys, we're going to be all over the place with this one because we're just going to talk about the whole series at length. Um, it's like, I did kind of want to maybe go by episode by episode, but there's no way we can do that. <laughs> but um, for sure, the thing that bothered me the most about it is I don't understand what their plan was with Zola. Like, I knew what their plan was, but I was kind of, every time I looked at it, I'm like, this is only gonna end badly for you. <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, this could only be a bad time. And that literally happens almost yeah, frame very... one in the last episode. Yeah. Now, granted, yep. I did not expect Killmonger to do what he did. They started to hint at it a little bit like... uh, towards the end. But Killmonger making the full betrayal, I'm like, oh man, come on, man. <laughs> like, I knew, I had a feeling they were going to talk about it, and you did it, and I'm like, that's actually kind of badass, but. Man! <laughs> I was like, that's a lie. He was like, oh, don't say that. It's a challenge. You guys are cousins. That's not true. <laughs> you know, actually, I was thinking the entire time, like, since I know they're all brought together to fight a common enemy and all that such, you would think, like, since I know. Killmonger is still Killmonger, the villain. He pulls his shtick. I'm surprised that uh, Star-Lord T'Challa didn't try to, you know, 
um, correct some wrong because he, uh, after begging him, trying to pull be pull a good guy, but ultimately failed. Like I'm surprised he didn't try to do that or have some snarky plan. I guess because the the problem at hand is one of those things that trickery doesn't really work. Like trickery would either have to be super effective, or mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because we're talking well, about the, the Infinity Stones. Yeah, and it's a little. So it's either yeah, you well, get him to erase himself or something like that, or like, like it just doesn't work. Plus, on top of that, um, Killmonger is once again the understandable villain in this where it's like with these stones with these in particular stones we can fix our universes like we all come from pretty like shitty versions of our world with the exception of killmonger himself he got everything he wanted in that one um so he's like we could just fix all of this like we can actually just change our world for the better if we wanted to and it's like yeah hmm. but like certain people don't actually need like perfect example being uh t'challa star lord doesn't need his world mm. to be fixed he's, he's actually is the most perfect fixing, yeah, it, yeah, actually... fixing it himself it was like um like black widow's world the the version of black widow that is brought into this one which is the one from ultron's timeline yeah her world is kind of done she's like the last human being that exists so that one might want to be reconsidered but um it's like, I don't think you guys are going to... Also, that last episode does a great job of bringing almost every single episode back into play somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only one well, that doesn't bring is... in the Hank Pym one that I talked about. But other than that... Yeah. Well, the thing is, I was a little disappointed with uh, the reference to the zombies. Pulling down the zombies and everything, and then a zombie uh, Scarlet Witch, like, oh, cool, she's a threat. Then immediately gets uh, wiped out uh, by Earth by this ultra vi- uh, Ultron vision. Form, like oh so they're not gonna do zombie Thanos bring in like a I zombie bro- thought, yeah I did kind of think that they would probably I don't know like because I mean, they hinted granted, at the end of the ep- this this version of Ultron is kind of stupid strong for no reason like for yeah. no reason because mm-hmm. we talked about how he just instantly kills Thanos like with ease and I, I guess it's supposed to be kind of like it's played up as a joke even though personally there's no way Ultron with one Infinity Stone wipes out Thanos with like the rest of them <laughs> in one shot. Like that's just not how that would play out. But no. you know, you forgive it. You forgive it for like the story that needs to be told. In this one, it's like it's Wanda. It's Zombie Wanda, and it's like you're. They wanted to use her to stall for time, but she barely stalls for like any time. <laughs> Yeah, like, she stalls for, like, three seconds max. Like, a total of three seconds. And it's like, oh, wow, she's gone already. Like, kind of wanted to see her. And admittedly, I think a decent amount of us That's thought that, mean. like, the person that would have been stalling was not Wanda, but the Hulk, who got left there as well. <laughs> yeah, because they never it see, like, what own. happened to the Hulk. I'm assuming he, he's dead, because that's also assumption of uh, Winter Soldier and shit, like, and shit like that. We don't actually see them die, but we just assume they're dead. When a soldier goes flying off into the distance, I have no idea what happens to him. Like, it's just... Yep. It's like but, plus think... that's... Yeah, plus that story's not over, because we still have, like, uh, one-legged T'Challa, uh, head, only, only head, uh, um, uh, freaking Scott Lang, and Spider-Man flo- flying to Wakanda to get a cure. 
which I'll assume that they'll probably continue that in the next season, just like a little episode to just talk about it. But at the same yep. time, I also don't expect them to. That makes any sense? Like they don't actually. I mean, this is well. If it's the what if stuff, like it went and by themselves, each episode was self-contained. Like okay, they can exist in their own things. Once they did the crossover thing, like oh, so I have to think a little bit more past this point. Like how does this affect this? How does it affect that? How yada 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 yada. That being said, I would like to see a little bit more about this universe that lost their Black Widow, and I'm wondering if we'll get an episode about that. Because maybe maybe it's it's only gonna be the three. Yeah, well, it's only gonna be the three um, three Avengers so far: Captain America, Captain Marvel, and Widow at this point. But I wonder, like, if they're gonna use this opportunity to introduce some like other B or C list heroes that we never see in the full MCU, but they could be introduced and fleshed out in the What If. Ooh, like the really more cool What If, I think, would be yeah. uh, What If the Avengers were the Defenders? So, like, that'd be cool. Oh, like Daredevil. Or- um, I guess it works. It works both ways, because honestly, either one could be really interesting to see. But I was thinking, if you turned all the Avengers, like the who we know as Avengers, into street level heroes, hmm, and just see okay. what happens. But the reverse of that, where you're like, oh yeah, let's throw like let's take Daredevil, let's take <laughs> Iron Fist, let's take Jessica Jones, let's take um, Luke, Cage Luke Cage and all of them, and just make them the Avengers and see how that plays out. And I'm like. That could be fun. That could be fun. <laughs> yeah. A few of them can... Actually, no, more than a few of them actually could do Avenger-level work anyway. Luke Cage is, is actually a member of the Yeah, Avengers. Luke Cage is actually... Yeah, he's probably a member. He's been on the team a couple times. <laughs> like, no mm-hmm. problem. In fact, he's led a team of the Avengers a couple times. He's been the leader of the Avengers at least twice, I think. Okay. I know for one definitively, because he was the leader of the Mighty Avengers, if not mistaken, mm-hmm. but... That was a cool team, though. But as far as What If goes, um, what are some of you guys' favorite episodes? Uh, I Honestly, like the Party Thor one. That was just straight fun. Party Thor one is fun. Even though a lot of people didn't like that one, apparently. Just felt I liked it. It was just, it was just silly. It was just silly. And it also shows, like, yeah, um, Thor had no real... Uh, guidance or even like uh, i guess a what's it called um a foil he would literally just be a frat boy thor and it is just like silly and hilarious see that's the thing of that's the most interesting about that one is the idea that like this what if question is very specific because when you look at it it's like like initially with the um the preview and everything like that you're not like you're kind of like okay what if thor just like shirked his responsibilities or he never became worthy right the thing mm-hmm. is the the catalyst for this one is so interesting because it's what if you never loki well, of all people was never his brother and you're like huh this is how he turns out if loki's not around interesting <laughs> like Definitely. that's very different extremely different and it's like okay that's kind of cool he defends Las Vegas because, of course, he does. <laughs> and and <laughs> his uh, it is it is battle chant turns out being literally just "Viva Las Vegas," <laughs> which I thought was kind of dope. What about you, Devon? What's one of your favorites? What if episodes? Favorite what episodes? Uh... That one is heart heart wrenching. So yeah. that one for those that. I mean, everyone I'm assuming knows, but that one is the one of what if Doctor Strange loses his heart instead of his hands? 
that's a spiral. Though technically, it does get a little confusing because they kind of it does it do pulls the time like, thing where they yeah. the ancient one splits his timeline and and he go and he fights uh two different he fights an oh. alternate version of himself that chose not to go back to the past and try to change everything like oh it's, okay it's really cool it's just unfortunate that he still loses and though to be honest to himself this Doctor strange is probably wow this doctor strange in particular is probably the most powerful doctor strange for the mcu mm-hmm. so powerful. he might even be the most powerful doctor strange that exists period i don't want to i don't want to actually like say that completely but one of those things it's one of those he's at least on the list of strongest because of the fact because that dude he he, absor- literally, I'm sure he absorbed Dormammu. <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure at that point yeah but not only that like i think he just literally eats any a lot of the things that ultron just throws at them in the end of the final episode like you just literally ate that. Oh yeah, what the he fuck? Like a nuke, and he ate it. It's like, like he sets up something that should just wipe them all out from existence, and he's like, he just eats it. And Ultron's like, what? What? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> he's like, hey yo, <laughs> like that one's really strong the because of the fact that he's like absorbed a ton of the enemies of Doctor Strange, which are usually world-ending threats. To be honest. Mm-hmm. So the idea that he absorbed um, Shumagorath, for instance. If he absorbed Shumagorath, because we know we saw a lot of the, the Green Tentacles and things that, of that nature, so I'm, I can only assume it's Shumagorath. Um, if he like devoured even a portion of uh, Dormammu's power, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Just any of the other possible like things from the Doctor Strange mythos, where it's like, oh yeah, I got like, a piece of all of that. <laughs> it's like hey that's kind of wild my guy that's kind of op you're doing a little much he still isn't able to get his girl back though that's the unfortunate part and yeah, not i mean that's that's the slippery that's a that's a point of the slippery slope story like he does all this exactly. and in the end he still loses everything and it's just like oh man that's a that's a tragic doctor strange story for sure mm-hmm. but in and the end, for the like end, he still kind of gets the short end of the stick, because mm-hmm. he's the one that's watching after uh, Killmonger and Zoloft fighting over the Infinity Stones forever in their little pocket dimension, which I yeah, thought was he's... a cool way to end that. <laughs> yeah, but that's also not the finality because you see his like little evil uh, smirk, like he has plans for them. I wonder what that's gonna be. <laughs> well, a lot of the, a lot of the big theories, like with the, this version <laughs> of Doctor Strange, of how he's designed and looks people are assuming he might be this version's this the mcu's attempt at making a uh, mephisto he could be a really cool mephisto i'll admit that mm-hmm. he could be a really cool mephisto if they did him like that that that'd be really cool and one of the theories that's been swacking around with this version of dr strange happening he, I, people are wondering if he would uh, somehow what if becomes uh connected to the current day mcu and he is part of the catalyst that ends up happening in um, Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay, I will admit this, though. I don't, like, personally, I've always felt that um, oh. What If is technically a part of the MCU. Like, it's not like a separate thing. It's like, it's, it's the MCU, yeah. but a different timeline on a bunch of questions that... Because it's only ever questions put on the MCU's timeline, not yeah. anywhere else timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, the like, comics... I always considered help. it technically canon i mean it's canon it's just obviously different time they're asking questions 
It's its own mm-hmm. canon. Um, so, but a part of me doesn't really want anything from this to interact. Oh. Like, apparently, there's a I, huge I thing don't, about Captain I Carter don't want it making yeah. an appearance, and I'm like, please, please stop. Like, because these, I don't want that too. But I think that's probably gonna end up happening because if if Disney ends up making like a lot of like fan interest with Captain Carter, she just might end up completely replacing Captain America and be, I guess. Oh, I just got a really bad idea. What if Captain America 4, she comes from a different alternate universe and still Haley Atwell as a buff Captain Carter, but working or fighting against current Captain uh, America, Sam Wilson? See, that's something that I would be like, I don't really need this. The number one thing is, these are supposed to be their own contained stories in their own universes. And even though that they've had this little collision event that's like, oh, it's the Avengers of like the multiverse kind of thing. That's cool as an Avengers of the Multiverse thing. I don't need to inherently see a live-action version of these characters. And the other thing is, is that, granted, it does look like the MCU is going to be touching significantly on the multiverse, which is probably why What If got greenlit in the first place, to really kind of sell the idea to people in the first place. And then on top of that, we're going to be getting the new Spider-Man movie that's dealing with the multiverse. And the new yeah, Doctor Strange, 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 Strange movie, movie dealing with the multiverse. The multiverse. And so on and so, so forth. So the theme, the theme for this phase most likely will probably be something. And then on top of that, don't even get me started on the Loki series that deals with the multiverse. Like, so that's a whole different can of worms. Yeah, like it's it literally deals with it's the a, idea of like timelines and multiverses. So it's it a little bit. broke it quite a um, bit. I would say more it's, than just, it's a, just a little. Broke bit. It a little bit. We're not spoiling that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh. The idea being that, like, this seems to be the theme of this phase, or at least the mini arc. Yeah, no, it's this phase. Because um, Thanos was an overarching threat for, like, multiple phases. This is one for uh, this first one, which I don't know what this could be leading to if we're starting off with multiverse (laughs) theory. (laughs) But for me, I'm just kind of like, I want them to focus on getting certain characters off the ground and getting them to make sense. Rather than them trying to, I guess, force characters who are really cool. They are really cool. But forcing them to kind of make appearances where they're not needed inherently. Captain Carter is super cool. I actually love her when she showed up. That was, that first episode was strong. (laughs) It was really strong. But I just don't need, I don't need her to be live action. Because. Yeah. Well, the thing is, again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is that like, that's just another multiverse aspect because Thor: Love and Thunder is also going to get the multiverse aspect because we know that, at least for people who've been keeping up, Jane Foster is coming back and she's going to be Lady Thor. Yeah, but that's not multiversal. That just happens. Potentially, no, 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 no. I know that, but uh, we're not. I'm not sure that's going to be the case because Thor will still have his powers or different versions of Thor still be rolling around and stuff like, like that. We might even Odinson. I ex- I want to see unworthy Thor more than anything else. So I think they yeah. might most likely will do unworthy Thor. But uh, I, I was just curious, like they we... kind of already kind of did it he didn't several times. Arm, but we don't know. Yeah. they've done unworthy lot... Thor like a couple times already. Weirdly enough, but they've never truly made him like I don't know. Just he can't pick up his hand. Well, no, that's not true because that's like the first movie he can't pick up his hammer. But it's different. Mm-hmm. It's different from like the idea of like, oh, he's just currently like feeling like he can't really do it. To mm-hmm. 
someone whispered something in his ear and now he can't pick up the hammer. <laughs> well, there's also the like unexplained but brief stint during the first Avengers movie where he tries to go pick up his hammer, but apparently he just hesitates for some reason and no one explains why. And then the next scene that shows him again, he just immediately summons and picks up a head and goes straight to battle. Like, what the hell? I guess it's just a thing from like the first movie. Because mm-hmm. the whole deal with the first movie is just, hey man, dad put a thing on my hammer so I can't pick it up anymore. That's crazy. No, no, like, not, not, no, the first Avengers movie, I mean. Yeah, I know. I'm thinking that it's just like a callback to the first Thor movie. Because that's the lead up. It's, it's Iron Man 1, then, uh, no, 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 well, yeah, I guess it is. It's Iron Man 1, then Captain America, then Thor, then Avengers if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not missing any movies in between there. My bad. Captain the America. As well. No, I said Captain America. The Hulk movie, okay. though, is the other one that's that's in there. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's it. And then we get the Avengers movie. So it's like... Well, wasn't technically Iron Man 2 before the first Avengers movie? Yeah, it was. It was. Because Iron Man 3 talks about his PTSD from uh, the Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to think about. Iron Man yep. 2 really got two movies before the first phase was even done. Well, they were still yeah. ha- they were still hashing everything out, so it was still like in the pro- planning planning phases time. and all that crap. Iron Man, as far as the trilogy goes, now I think about it, the Iron Man trilogy ends really early in the MCU. <laughs> it ends after it the first Avengers movie. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and like after the third Iron Man movie, mm-hmm. you just see him again in Avengers two and onwards. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Because yeah, after, Iron Man exa- 2 after is talking Avengers... about the Avengers initiative, but the team doesn't exist yet. It has all the things, and they're thinking mm-hmm. about recruiting Tony Stark, but they haven't done it yet. You're completely right. And then it has a little cameo. Uh, because Iron Man 2 is also the introduction street. of Black Widow. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, yeah, no, Iron Man 2 is also the introduction of Black Widow. I just forgot about Iron Man 2. I actually like it significantly more. Hell! Certain yeah, ones, I, for- I also I forgot Thor's actually introduction of Hawkeye. I forgot about that. That's well, yeah. The Thor movie introduces Hawkeye. That's his. That's the cameo. Because each of the movies had like a big cameo. Was the deal? That's true. The first mm-hmm. Iron Man movie has the cameo of Nick Fury, and that starts the whole thing, right? And then, yep. And then the Incredible Hulk had the cameo of Tony Stark talking to General Ross. Yeah. Like, let me. What have I told? You? Talk about pulling a team together. And then Thor introduces uh, Hawkeye. Um, let's see, Captain America shows Nick Fury at the very end, and, oh yeah, no, actually, if you watch the deleted scene from the first, from the Incredible Hulk, you see the scene where, uh, Bruce tries to shoot himself in Antarctica, the bullet, he turns the Hulk, and a brief glimpse, you see the frozen cap shield in yeah. the ice. And then, the next thing, because I, if I remember correctly, the last one before we get Avengers is Captain America. Because the next time that they're like, hey, you'll, the next time you'll see Captain America is in Avengers. Like, that's the, the big thing. Like, there's mm-hmm. no cameo in um, in Captain America. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. I believe it just goes straight into Avengers after that. They're like, that's the next movie. But getting back on topic of what if. <laughs> I was like, um, if I'm going to say what Mines was. The zombie one is pretty strong, but I don't think it was my favorite because it's not the. Oh no, duh! I know exactly which one is my favorite. It's the Killmonger one. 
The Killmonger one is so weird. Like, I was super interested in what it was going to be when it first got announced. It was it was kind of cool to see him actually like get the opportunity boy. to trick, though I wasn't a fan of him murking T'Challa, but that's just me. Um, to essentially, I guess he wins. We get to see what it's like if, like, Killmonger, like, wins, wins, like, with no one to oppose him. Mm-hmm. And see what kind of world he begins to create with that. And I thought it was super... Like, it's a... It's a really cool Wakanda story. Which is something that we don't get very often. Like, obviously the Black Panther comics exist and you can read those there. But it's not a... It's not a story that, like, kind of is brought to the light very often. Granted, as far as the MCU is concerned, Wakanda was brought up pretty recently. So it actually hasn't allowed a lot of time to have stories and unfortunately with the passing of Chadwick Boseman they've had to I guess rearrange how they're going to explore this specific area of the world so well the the very first mention in the MCU of Wakanda was actually in um, uh, Avengers 2 mm-hmm. I remember that I caught it immediately and I was like oh yeah it comes from Wakanda I was like excuse me <laughs> let's go Wakanda and then they're like oh yeah we're gonna show Claw and I'm like oh <laughs> Well, we a lot. <laughs> and we and we show claw yeah we show claw and he's loses his arm by ultron of all people like oh okay well, interesting that's how we get it he's like he's made out of vibranium i'm like yeah i know that metal i know that metal very well but um yeah i'm looking forward to i do find the end of killmonger to be kind of interesting like we said before such a like i found it fascinating that killmonger of all people would be in an infinite fight of will against a nazi because <laughs> it's him against adam Soloff. <laughs> he's, he's going against uh dr soloff uh fighting for the infinity stones to change the world and i'm like interesting because technically- yeah, armin zola possessing a vision's body uh and using ultron's tech to wield the infinity stones trapped in Ending battle. Because let's like, be okay, honest. Interesting. Killmonger is, I mean, he's basically a black supremacist. <laughs> that's that's really his deal on that one. It's like, he's like, hey man, you got this technology, we can make the world better, we can make it equal because we can fight back now. Uh huh. And it's, he's a radicalized character, but it's like, you know what? <laughs> I'm finding it pretty interesting that the person he's going to be in a forever battle with in a little Nexus is a Nazi. That's funny. <laughs> But I thought that that episode was really. I mean, cool. people. Uh, yeah. Well, I was I was hoping for like his comeuppance, and that was the hint the the idea. Not this outcome, but like with uh, Pepper Potts and Shuri uh, coming together and finally uh, trying to take him take him out. That never came, obviously. Yeah, it did kind of set up like. It nevertheless, he's now. But. No need yeah. to worry now. Yep. Problems dealt hmm. with one way or another. He gone. That yeah, being said, um, I think we've already properly talked about enough of that third episode. Um, I'm s- trying to remember what the second episode was, actually, and it's just not coming to me. This. Oh, yeah, it's Star Lord. Yeah, yeah, t- Star Lord Tarchala. Yeah, if... that was the second the episode. Damn! Went That's Tarchala. another good one. That one is so good because mm-hmm. I, like, I, obviously, I'm a huge fan of Black Panther. And so the idea of, like, Oh yeah, if you just took T'Challa away, he just makes space better. 
Like the idea of like uh-huh. he just goes him going to another location and just making the world better no, regardless. Thanos. Like it's just I'm like, oh, he doesn't make the world better this time, but instead space is cool. He makes the universe he better. He makes the universe better. Yeah. He just he stops Thanos. Dude, he changes <laughs> He, yeah, he changes Thanos by by literally being a the coolest dude, and Thanos really decides against his genocide. Well, not completely, but nevertheless, like stops his crusade. Like, wow. He really just he posted up, and Thanos was like, "Hey, man, genocide's the only way to save everyone." Changed my mind, and he really sat down and was like, "I got you," and he did it. <laughs> yep. And I'm like sitting here, and not only that, like he convinced it in such an early on because he. Uh, he did it before Thanos completely like a uh, cyberized fucking uh, nebula, um, like mm-hmm. and stuff like and shit like that. Like, oh, interesting. And the part I of didn't me makes no Gamora me, though like, whatsoever. So I was curious yeah. about that one. It makes me think because I'm like, hey man, could we have actually ended the first entire well, all of Infinity War, if we just straight up just sat down and just talked to Thanos? Like, if Iron Man was like, let's just talk, man. <laughs> You've been watching me. I've been watching you. We've been trying to compa- like prepare for this the whole time. And now I'm like, I'm here. I'm like, let's talk. Let's just talk. Let's see. If they could have done that, if they could have just sat him down and had a compelling argument, could they have just avoided everything? <laughs> and it seems like they could have. The episode's also really cool because the Collector. I actually really like how the Collector is in that one. Maybe. He just becomes Thanos. Yeah, that makes He's the new threat. Yeah, the collector is actually yeah because he collects a lot of like artifacts and weaponry from like all over the MCU and even regular comics because he has Captain America's shield, Thor's hammer, Korg's arm, and so on and so forth. That one hurt my soul. I'm like not Korg, not the homie. Not Korg, no. Not the homie Korg. Anything but that. But man, I'm. I'm just glad more than anything that what if actually got the opportunity to exist. And I guess we'll probably do a little wrap up on the spoiler cast by saying, Hey everyone, like what did you guys feel about all of this? Like as a series, did you enjoy it? Like, what would you rate it? What would you, you know, if you wanted to give like final words on it, what would you say? You go to nine. Okay. I give it uh, an 8. I just try not to do too much in the logistics of it because, like you mentioned before, that's how tied to the MCU, but if I try to think too much of the bigger picture, like a lot of it doesn't fit too well, and like I'm a little irked by that. It's the same feel. I still care about it. I'm a little irked by it for, for sure. It's the same feeling I have with Loki at times, you know? Okay. It's just like... Okay. If that if that if that if that's fair, if that's fair to say anyway. Mm-hmm. I think I'd probably give it I'd probably okay. give it like a like a eight and a half. Maybe maybe a nine. Devon definitely got the biggest opinion on it. Um I've really enjoyed it. I'm super mm-hmm. glad it exists because it's the number one thing I've wanted to see in a minute. It's just it was actually the show oh, that yeah. I was most excited about. I love its animation style, though there are sometimes it could be a little little wonky. But not exactly. A lot of budget went into I, it. I want them, yeah. I want them to improve on the voice acting a little bit, like at least voice acting yeah, direction. Yeah, because the voice acting could have been a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Like some actors, I know they got the real characters and real actors have voiced their characters and everything for this, but I feel like some gave it more of their all than others. I really do. 
I do. I understand that, especially since I am a yeah, very passionate nice. voice acting uh, fan, and voice acting and regular acting are not exactly the same. So oh, no, not at all. I just wish they at least gave them pointers. No, no, I, that's why I wish that they gave the actor, 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 actors some pointers because some like Tom Hiddleston did well, Chris Hemsworth did well. I would say. Um, let's see who I thought didn't do so well. Uh, Charlotte did pretty good. Michael um, Jordan did pretty good. Michael Jordan has actually been pretty good at voice acting. He's done it in a couple movies at this point. Um, not even just movies. Yeah, yeah I know He's that. D- um, he did it in. Um, uh, Love, Death, and Robots recently. He was in one of those shorts as well. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, Dominic Jones as Howard Stark and a little bit of Haley Atwell because she, I thought hers was a little bit stilted. And I know they couldn't get um, Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr., or even freaking Scarlett Johansson to come back to play any of their parts. wonder why with Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> I think you know why. I wonder why. <laughs> Mid-suing. Well, granted, though, I was actually I was actually curious, like since I know they she did this before money. the whole lawsuit thing, but I wasn't sure like, the the lines were recorded, but it had to be removed because of the lawsuit thing. No, it's probably because they were dodging her calls. <laughs> Imagine. I think that that would probably do it. Because let's be real. Um, yep. What's it called? It was definitely filmed before um, this uh, Black Widow. Yeah, it's just we couldn't release. They couldn't yeah. release it for like a long period of time. But yeah, it was certainly filmed before all of this. So yeah, it's most likely because they were dodging her calls, <laughs> and they they knew uh, okay. it was messing up. <laughs> they uh, they she they owed her money that that was rightfully hers, but they just like fuck this, fuck this bitch. Yeah. But yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's like it's also really weird. Like, why would they do this of all things? To one of their biggest stars, and it's Disney time. specifically because Marvel was going out of it. Like the, the Marvel Studios was like, "Please, these are our actors. Don't do this. Like, whatever you do, don't do this." And Disney's like, "Nah." After everything, yeah, no. After everything that's been go had happening, especially since how much um, money the the Marvel the MCU has get made, um, uh, Disney. I'm surprised they treat them like crap like this. At this point, yeah, it's really weird. I mean, okay, I guess I guess it could be more like the Star Wars well. effect because I I so, heard that um, the treatment for a lot of the actors in Star Wars were not that great during development. That's why John Boyega at this point is just like, hey yo, f Star Wars. I'm gonna speak my mind because I'm not coming back. Those trilogies did bad. <laughs> Actually, no. He he said he he's, he yes, he's very disappointed what um they did the Finn, but he actually is still down to continue playing him Wait. if they do it right. Oh yeah, of course. But he's still talking. No, he has not been silenced. Oh yeah, no. Um, oh yeah, no. He, he has not been silenced I, at all. Are we done? I will. I will finish wrapping. Oh yeah. It. Uh, yeah since we're already on the cusp of wrapping up, but I I was in the middle of saying something, which was, I think it was really cool. Um, kind of had some some problems here and there some episodes were a little bit weaker than others but such is an anthology series that's just how they are i can't wait for a season two and i was mm-hmm. super excited because this was their i guess this was marvel's first or at least marvel studios first real animated thing that they were ever doing and i always felt like you can go a lot more crazier with the animation which by that last episode those last well, two, they went really they went crazy well, they- 
Yeah. Well, well mm-hmm. the one thing I was really most impressed with was the choreography, like the fight choreography and the animations. Like that was really well mm-hmm. done in my eyes. And there's a couple little, I guess, weird uncanny valley things that they try to do. Uh, the Hulk uh, in the, well, I should say Bruce Banner in the um, third episode is a perfect example of, wow, so technically these were two well, they, actors they... and they just mushed their faces together to get this character right now. Because <laughs> Mark that was that was weird. Bruce Banner at that time. Edward, Edward Norton. Yeah, yeah, Mark Ruffalo and Edward Norton. It was like that was that's a that's a weird combo for sure. Don't worry about it. And they just mussed their faces together, and I was like, okay. Don't worry, that's don't worry weird. about time stuff in the show. They, they but they they did a good job of what they had. So look forward to seeing more of it. Yeah. Um, like we said, we gave our final verdicts on it. So that'll be it this time. We have finished talking about what if. Let us know if you guys like this. We'll definitely do this more often in the future. Especially with the bunch of shows that we actually totally have to talk about because we watch a bunch of them together. That big said, we're going to end it here. You guys that stuck around, thanks for listening. Thanks yeah. for coming around. Once again, we will do a proper intro, or outro, my bad, to let us skedaddle on out of here. But, you know, do you guys' thing. Hit us up, paperplayaction, uh, gmail.com if you got any questions. Or, uh, on Twitter and Instagram, paper underscore action. Um, be sure to go check out the Patreon. By all means, support us, support the show. If you like what you're we're doing here, by all means, as well as like keep in mind that all 20% of our, our income goes to uh, charities of our choosing. So be aware of that at all times. And we will catch you guys next time later on the week most likely but at this point we gotta get out of here so good night everyone